this motherfucking down. Live from the Pleasure Palace, it's the Vicious and Delicious Podcast. I myself, the Doctor of Desire, Mr. Black Snow, and of course I got my podcast partner in crime, the unstoppable Mr. Big Rob. How's the fuck, Big Rob? You know the fucking vibe, your man Big Rob, aka the Excessive Overlord. Yes, sir. Aka the Sneaker Goat. Spin the block again. AKA Racist Voorhees. One more time. AKA Robert Atwood, the creator and star of Hit Hulu TV series, A Real Niggas Tale, season six coming this summer. That's right. AKA The Illegitimate Son of Morris Day, because my mama had that jungle love. Oh, we yo, we yo. AKA The Nemesis of All Nigga Potters. Every last one. The Prince of Parker State. The Prince. The Pied Piper of PPP Loan. Yes, sir. The Elon Musk of EBT Code. One more. The Dance Hall Nerd of Quentin Pondy Cocky. One Pondy River. The world famous cannabis collector. Yes, sir. And last but certainly not least, Reverend Jackson, because I preach a sermon for that paper like a Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar. That's right, y'all. Welcome to the Vicious and Delicious Podcast. Your number one spot for everything nerd homies unite. Everything far as the wrestling news, everything hot topic, everything goes on in this small little town we call OKC. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the show. Big Rob, let's go ahead and jump on into it. And if y'all did like to do it this time, we're going to go ahead and get into the weekly wrap-up. Big Rob, please, 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 please tell the folks what happened your week this week. Wow. This is, this is actually a rarity for me, but nothing remotely ridiculous happened. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no possible crimes occurred, committed, mm-hmm. nothing... I didn't see nothing. I had no little sins. Okay. No, it's actually, I can't say that. Unless you weren't a witness to any kind of... Uh, I wasn't, well, I was a witness to one thing, and it was kind of weird. Okay. I have to talk about it, say, you know, where I live, it's like, you know, it's one of those, it's a 24-hour supermarket across the street. Right, 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 right. right. And so I was, on, I went to there, you know, picked up a few things, you know. Some essentials. Some essentials, you know, some, you know, got a little smack, you got a little smack, you know, I had to pick up something. There you go. So there on my way go. home... I noticed someone who was on a substance that was way more illegal than anything I was on that night. <laughs> right. Was literally walking down the street yelling. To nobody. To nobody. And then and then decided to get in a fight with the under construction 7-Eleven on Midwest Boulevard. So we're talking about like swinging at the air or like kicking stuff or breaking yeah, stuff? Yeah, trying to pick up rebar and swinging it. Wow. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's two in the morning. I'm just going to go upstairs and I can't see none of this right. shit. And hopefully they don't notice me. Yeah, they might think he's some kind of demon or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying exactly. to attack you. Eesh. Like, I didn't want this to be no patient zero moment and I'd him because the zombie apocalypse. Are you referring to the weirdest folks? Yeah. Who did he was right. They do come out at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, shoot. I mean, actually, it's pretty likely from Big Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as for myself, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty uh, for this uh, this. Spectacle of the year, the celebration of the year, the, the good old hill wedding coming up uh, next week, actually. So, uh, yeah, so been a lot of long time coming. Uh, you know, if you ever plan the wedding or try to uh, get one uh, orchestrated, it's a lot of work, uh, a lot of uh, tasks and getting this. And it's a lot of micromanaging, too, especially like, you know. For the, you know, you have groomsmen, bridesmaids, um, tuxedos, suits, uh, shoes. She's uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's getting a lot. everybody on the same page, make sure everybody got the stuff, and then you got to deal with the some of these fashion stores that really have terrible customer service. <laughs> Man, I can get me started. But uh, yeah, so but anyway, we are in the home stretch for the most part. Uh, the, uh, the date is next Thursday, um, so I'm excited. My fiance is excited. 
I think Big Rob's excited. Yeah, got him a suit. I think he, he probably wearing it every day, <laughs> in the in the secrecy, walking around the house with the full suit on. I uh, was advised I had to break in the shoes, so you know, yeah. I, I don't have much. I don't have knowledge. I don't have shoe knowledge of anything that isn't a sneaker. Right, so right. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I probably should start doing it. Yeah, Moonwalking across the, the carpet, yeah, <laughs> sliding around. But yeah, man, that's uh, basically the last two weeks. What I've been up to, um, getting all that ready, getting. All my groomsmen, you know, prepared and, you know, make sure they got all this stuff, you know. being a, It's almost like being a coach. Right, know? right, right. It's, it's yeah, you your, yeah, you get your players right, make sure they got everything going. But, yeah, man, we're excited, you know. Next week is going to be, that's it's going to be the payoff, you know. You're finally going to be able to just take a deep breath and have some fun, you know, with your people, your family, your friends, and have everybody celebrate, you know, the big day. But that's more... Uh, Let's talk less about what I got going on. Let's get on to these hot topics. The hot topics, we're going to just talk about stuff going on in the last two weeks. You know, this stuff that's interesting to us. Some stuff, some stuff's going to be funny. Some is going to be serious. You know, whatever, whatever. Uh, first thing that kind of jumps off that I want to talk about. Uh, now, y'all remember back maybe like a year, two years ago, a year and a half ago, we had the whole Jada Pinkett Smith entanglement yeah. with yeah. August Alcina yeah. thing going on and you know, um, and then uh, of course Jada and her her mom and her uh, daughter Willow have that uh, YouTube show, The Red Table Red Talk. Ta- yeah. And you know they dedicate you know episodes of talking about you know positivity for women, you know uh, mental health, you know you know just topics. You know basically sit around they basically sit around and have a mother daughter grandma talk that everybody can listen into. And, you know they get you know celebrities jump in and stuff. But you know of course there was the the whole thing. With uh, I guess we just keep on using the word entanglement. Where, yeah, that's 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 part of the lexicon now. Yeah, I mean, I guess from what we heard from both parties, they were technically on a break. So I guess they really, I mean, they. Which, in my personal opinion, doesn't actually exist. Right, not for married people. Like, yeah. Either you're divorced or you're, you're either together or you're not. Right. You can't so, put you can't put pauses on shit like that. Well, I mean, they, the way they live or live out their marriage is way different than the traditional, you know. Way people are used to or right, expect, right. which is fine. You know, different folks are different folks, right? So, you, I mean, we all know what happened. I mean, it was a big story for a while. But anyway, let's fast forward to uh, now. So, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's water and the bridge for because Jada and Will are still together. But uh, Will has now announced that he's releasing his uh, memoirs. So basically, because it's called an autobiography, or you know, just Will Smith's thoughts and yeah, you know. You know. You know, he gets personal, but the thing we are talking about is the whole entanglement thing, and the fact that uh, Jada wasn't the only person you know had a you know a hall pass. Yeah, that's good. That's a good, that's good word, right? A hall pass. So I'm not sure if Will's going to name me name. I would doubt if he would, but he said in a little excerpt. Well, I guess it was not an excerpt. He was ex- he was talking about it on the media outlet or whatever, and he was saying that. Uh, you know, I guess it's kind of like his fantasies and like the whole thing. He said he wanted to actually have a harem of women. And um, I guess the person he was talking to was a, he had a intimacy coach. That's some, that's some rich black people shit right there. Yeah. I, intimacy I gotta, coach. I got to get in I gotta get in that business. Yeah. So I guess he was explaining to his coach or whatever that uh, his fantasy was like have all these uh, famous people, basically probably all his crushes. Yeah. That, uh, you know, basically like, you know, that he basically 
you know, you know, girlfriends, I guess you would call it, whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. But he called out a few names. He said Holly Berry. Of course, that's, that's, she's almost a standard. That's like saying you want, she's like saying you want a Ferrari to drink of. Right. Um, so I, people, people start asking the question, like, you know, with the fact that basically this is him and, him basically admitting what everybody's been saying about, you know, Jada and Will are swingers and like, you know, they, 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 they swap with other yeah, couples they, and all I, kind of, you know, crazy the, Hollywood rumors and you stuff. You know, the acceptable term is called the lifestyle. Yeah, the lifestyle. And I, uh, he was basically saying that, uh, you know, why he does he do what he do. Well, originally, I guess he was saying that, you know, he was always a believer because his upbringing, tra- uh, traditional Christian upbringing, that he believed in, like, you know, traditional marriage with, uh, you know, staying uh, faithful to your partner and stuff right. like that. And she, and he, but he said that Jada really didn't ever have that because she didn't grow up traditionally like, you know, he did. Right. You know, like with a lot of church, churchy church in there. She was more like a free spirit kind of person. And I guess it took him a while to kind of like warm up to like I guess it, I think it was a lot of Jada saying like you know I you know this this is our marriage we can make what we want of it right. so you know how do you feel about you know introducing this that and other thing or, yeah, where did Todd has been down around here like this tonight like why <laughs> <laughs> if I bring you ever heard of August I was not but you know you know Jaden's friend Augie right yeah yeah yeah. Man, you don't even think he's nice to me. Well, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was like, yeah, so it took him a while to kind of set but I guess he was kind of meant like, I think that kind of works for us. Yeah, you know what? At least I mean, now, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, things change, obviously. But. I mean, so um, I guess the question would be, how do you feel about having that kind of... Now, I'm not saying like... I think for me it's different because... I am kind of a traditional kind of person. Right. I would understand, like, in this regard. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would, I would kind of be more like up, warm to the thought if it was like maybe somebody you weren't married to, like you know, long term girlfriend right, or right. living, you know, something like that. But yeah, I think once you make a vow in front of God, you know, you, you put God in, you got to kind of you're supposed to follow that, right? But how do you feel about you know married people having uh, you know hall passes and? Uh, the ability to bring other people in, you know, just for, I guess, I guess it had to be physical. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. In some kind of, I mean, but you will, I mean, but how do you feel about it? Well, personally, my personal theory is, this happens, like I said, I said it when it happened last year, like, this happens in way more communities than you think. Just because they're rich and famous. Right. Don't mean it don't happen to the people who live down the street. Right, right. Yeah, one old, that one old couple, they, they always, they always seem to have pool parties that ain't nobody in the neighborhood ever invited to. Mm. Don't be shocked. It's, so that doesn't shock me. Right. Them being famous or whatever. But from a personal standpoint, like hey, like you said, whatever gets whatever gets them working through the night or sleeping in somebody else's bed that night, whatever works for them. And I mean, let's say, well, you think that would work for you? Would it be something that you would think like I could do that? Yeah, probably. So this like, is, from, from, like this is, no, I put myself in a situation. Yeah. Right, we're not, not trying to, you know, incriminate you at that. Yeah, exactly. Say. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, it's, it's not hard to imagine yourself in that scenario. I yeah. mean, maybe because I'm a man, it's different for a man. And I it, mean, I get it. It's yeah. weirder to me, anyway. It's weirder that it seemed like she kind of initiated it. Yeah, it seems like it's more of Jada kind it's of like, like warming Will up. She, she warmed him up to it. Yeah. Other than, you know, because in your mind, you think, you know, well, men by nature are always after young flesh, not too young. But you know, but, something new. But something new, exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's the thing that kind More of more like, the merrier, or whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, you know, be fruitful and multiply. Right, so. right, right. We're programmed. Yeah, we're more hardwired that way. Hardwired, yeah. 
And so if I heard of season one to kind of bring it up, yeah, that comes that comes off as like, oh, okay, well, she's, maybe she's a more modern woman than we ever gave credit for. Oh, she liked that. Okay, oh, she liked yeah, that. Yeah, right. yeah. And and I, yeah, I mean, that's obviously like I'm not a big uh, like what's the red table talk. Watch it, but you can kind of tell the way we kind of we both probably just watch clips and go by. Right, how her mom kind of moves and how she moves. She probably got it from her mom, and then like you know, it's kind of rubbing off on the daughter. You know, as far as like that whole free and, and of course uh, Jaden, yeah, the whole kind of free. He is icon living. <laughs> right, the whole kind of free thinking, free kind of independent. Cause I, but like Jaden, Jaden Smith was like on his emancipated like fifteen or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, they, I mean, obviously they're they're not. You know, but traditional in that sort of sense, as far as even with family and you know how they run things, and also you got to you got to take into account that these people are freaking stinking rich. You know, I mean, they, they live like, different lives than we do. You know, yeah. poor people really can't do the same things they do with the have the ability. Like I couldn't let my daughter be emancipated and think she's going to be okay out there in the world if right. she doesn't have the uh, like the assets to do like, that. I'm 34 now. Like I know, knowing what I did when I was 15, living with my grandmother. Right, I could not have functioned on my own at the same time. Yeah, like this show wouldn't exist because one or both of us would likely be doing very long things. Wouldn't be. But uh, if I were to ask myself the same question, I I couldn't see that in in the sense of marrying somebody and like saying, okay, now that we're married, da da da, let's uh, invite other people, especially into the bedroom. Right. Now my other question is, they so they got married what ninety six ish, ninety seven. I want to say ninety seven. Okay. I mean, they, they, I mean, they've been together long as we pretty much can remember at this point. Yeah. So, was this kind of a, you know, we done both reached our 40s, Rex is coming up, you know, like that, or is this a, they was doing this shit in 99, I mean, like, you know, Vivica Fox come up on Tuesday, Alapane come up on Thursday, and shit like that. <laughs> but, I don't mean, I just, like, I just, I was a little bit more backstory than we could. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can, which is of course not our business for them to share. Sure, and and also, you know, on the other side of the coin, I can understand being so comfortable with somebody, you know, that you get bored with. I mean, I'm not even say bored. Being that comfortable with somebody that that can, that's that that's not a deal breaker. Oh yeah, I can understand that. And you know, conversations a lot of things. So I mean, like to make it a different situation, I could understand like if one of the uh, the spouses would say like paralyzed or oh, yeah, well, you know you know or you know had a stroke or something and well not you know but basically couldn't function in that aspect area, of, of yeah. the marriage and like the, have the other one say you know it's okay you can move on or whatever not or people, you know you can you can see that part of your life you, you yeah. can fulfill that thing yeah. you know i'm not saying move on and leave me or it's, it's, yeah but yeah but i mean that's a very adult conversation you know i mean like i said that's a between two married people i get that but just for like two able bodied people, it just seems like they just you know if you had to do all that to stay together, do you really need to be together? Like I mean point it just seems it just seems the kids really, are grown. Yeah, I mean it just seems real selfish to me. I mean, it'd be different if they were and I mean, like I said, we don't know. It'd be different if like, you know, they was all in the same room kind of thing. Like, oh we just like a crowd. But it's like you have them different, split up. You know, it's not. It's more into now. You're more of a poly kind of yeah thing, which is which is more socially acceptable in this day and age. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, maybe I'm I'm more traditional than most. I guess. Yeah, which is cool. I, mean, I, I just sound. I'm kind of. A, I, I can be kind of a uptight on some things, but I just feel like there's, maybe, there's maybe, a fine line, though. Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of like I'm just thinking as myself, just thinking like 
for regular people, marriage is like a union of like hearts, minds, bank accounts. Like there's so much stuff. You become basically one person in the eyes of God and the eyes of the, the, the United States of America. Right. right, right everything right. we have is now ours. I just can't. This maybe it's me being something. I just can't see myself sharing that with somebody else just because the other person, you know, is bored. Like you know, there's ways to fix yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is, that is, that just me. But it, it was I, like it has, you bored to take your ass in the movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and I mean, I think marriage is you know, is you, you don't ever want to get. Complacent yeah, in, in, in anything, especially in marriage. You don't want to be doing the same thing over and over again, unless that's your thing, y'all's thing. But you always got to take in consideration the other person. You got to, you know, basically, my job is to make sure she's happy. Her job is to make sure I'm happy. Right. But at the same time, we have to be happy with ourselves. If you're unhappy, you can't make anybody else happy. Exactly. But, you know, just, it just seems like, you know, rich people want their cake and eat it too kind of thing. It's just, you know, spoiled British people shit. Yeah, I mean, and as people who know me, like, you know, I fucking love Will Smith, so. Yeah, he's like one of my heroes. He's one of my, like, one of my first role models. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but I, I have to say, I, I'm going to have to read that book. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just some stories I want to know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Jada are real bad people. Just like, no, no, nothing like that. They're they're just, just, you know, maybe they're just, you know, they're open, and in some cases, probably too open about things. Yeah, I mean, like, because we probably all, because, I mean, Will Smith crying in that crying when she was telling that story. That's going to be a meme to the day we all die. Well, you know, that was never him crying. They just kind of caught his face like that. He wasn't yeah, crying. He wasn't like, he, no, he wasn't like, you know, tears were falling. He was falling. like, if you watch the interview, he never really broke that or anything. Yeah, he wasn't like, like, you know, like, what's the, fo- like, no Sean Marino with the long ass tears. Yeah, it wasn't even like that. But, you know, you know. He was like, he got caught. And that got mean and shit. Right, they just got the right, right. facial expression and ran. You know how black Twitter is. Yeah, you know, we're undefeated. We're undefeated. Okay, well, you know, I'll be checking out that book. You'll see. Maybe we'll do a review. Yeah. You do know, a deep dive or deep something. Dive. <laughs> deep dive omnibus. Deep dive omnibus. This is a That's right. Uh, moving on to uh, more little Boosie news. Speaking of black Twitter. Uh, so I guess little Boosie has finally released his autobiography, semi-autobiography, auto, whatever the word. I mean, I'm, I'm, I went to public school. Um, <laughs> we went to the same movie, public school. Uh, right. Um, Movie, uh, I don't even know what it's called. My struggle is the name. My movie. struggle. My struggle. My, I, pre- I just hear him saying that. It probably just it's probably on that, the soundtrack. Yeah, mine. Yeah, mine. Uh, anyway, yeah, he he dropped this movie. It's kind of like you know, kind of detailing his life and then like you know his legal problems and you know being in jail, not knowing he's gonna come back home, that sort of thing, and his triumph coming back. Da da da. Basically, this little boosted story. He's playing himself, you know, so he doesn't have to. <laughs> You had to worry about everybody playing little Boosie Boosie playing himself, a la, you know, Muhammad Ali when he played himself in his own movie. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. kind of, kind of. Like, Jack, like the Jackie Robinson movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be myself yeah. in my movie. Um, but uh, the funny part is that, you know, this is, uh, he he released it in a more uh, entrepreneurial way where I guess you, you just go to the website or. Yeah, yeah. Pay your like I think it's like five dollars or something like, like that. Kind of like on demand thing. Like yeah. on demand service, and like you get to watch the movie. Um, but the the, the the kicker of this is that Lil Boosie is upset with his fans because he's I guess they bootleg they're bootlegging the hell out the movie like they're selling <laughs> it you know at barbershops yeah. and you, know, you know how you know you know how it goes. Which ironically is how Boosie's how most people heard Boosie's music. Right, like you know that's you know how, you I know. ain't never met nobody who bought a Boosie album. You know how the the the, uh, the spirit of entrepreneurship yeah, especially in the, the black movie. community yeah. works, especially with movies and, and music and stuff like that. 
and perfume. Anyway, <laughs> clones it. But you know, so, so uh, he's you know, of course, Lil Boosie has to go to uh, his social media and talk about it. And like, he had a video of him telling, uh, like, I think a fan wanted to get a picture. And he was like, Did you see my movie? Have you seen my movie? And like, no, I was like, Why well, ain't taking a picture until you see my movie? Uh, you know, just be Lil Boosie doing Lil Boosie Boo- doing Lil Boosie things. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel about that? Like, are you, are you, uh, you know, in a hurry to watch My Struggle by Lil Boosie? I'm just going to assume it's Nostra out of Compton. Right. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fork my money over to watch it, but, you know, if it was, it was on in the background, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look away. I mean, I'd give it a chance. Like I said, I would actually probably be the, the be one of those outlaw pirate people and probably find another way to watch it. Guess you know, it's, unless it's on a real on-demand service. So, I'm sorry. I mean, people are like, you need to support black people. Da, 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 da. Black, I do. Don't I do, but I'm not, people. but, you know, it's not something I want to pay for. <laughs> I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay Lil Boosie for it. Sorry, Lil Boosie. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know, it might be funny to watch. You Meanwhile, know, the Baton Rouge. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like to see any kind of rapper who's not. I mean, it, it a really like, an actor act. It's like, kind of like, like a theatrical release or something. You know, like watching Snoop and or you know one of those old school No Limit movies. You know, <laughs> I'm about it. I never paid to watch I'm about it in my life. Right. I think I, re- I read that from Blockbuster. I think I, I was, VH. Yeah, I think, I think the tape we had was bootleg. I, I think I uh, made sure I didn't tell my parents about the, uh, the other part of the movie. Yeah, that exactly. was the good part. Yeah, the, best, the better part of the movie. The after yeah. party. Yeah. yeah. But, yes. But, I mean, it's it's just funny because, I mean, Lil Boost is, a, at this point, he's a, he's a, he's a character. Character yeah, character. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he's always going to be that person that they're going to ask who what his opinion just because they're going to get a crazy opinion. He's, he's, a, he's a walking soundbite. That's right. They want that sound, but but I mean, I, like I said, I might watch it. This this to give them a chance. Hey, I might I might even shut up five bucks. But we're gonna see how that goes. Uh, uh let's move on to more hip hop s news. Um, the story everybody's kind of circulating right now is that uh, Lil Bow Wow's uh, I guess he was married to the lady ex wife or baby mother for his ten year old child. Uh, is allegedly dating uh Diddy. We talk about Diddy a lot on the show. Yeah, for two guys who don't like Puffy, we talk yeah, about Puffy a lot. He kind of comes up a lot. I guess it's funny because, like, with Diddy, you know, being that, you know, Diddy's almost 60, right? Uh, 60. He's born in 69, so he is 52. Oh, okay. So, he, I mean, he's, he's pretty old. You, 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 well, he's old. Well, 52 is not old, but he's, you know, he's an older guy. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Little Bow Wow, what's her what's 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 name? His baby mom? Yeah. I'm going to still want to call her Erica Manning. Eric, no, not Erica Mena, but yeah. he married her too. Didn't he married her. Oh, they're engaged. I'm not sure they ever really got married, but anyway, this is actually the, the lady he had had a child, and the child like 10 years old now. And uh, they haven't been together for a long time, but the, the funny part is because everybody knows the little Bow Wow challenge, and you know, little Bow Wow, his, uh, his uh, inflated sense of uh, worth, or, you know, his ego. Um, of course, they asked him because, you know, hey, you know, Bow Wow, what's up with. You know, P. Diddy and your and your baby's mom. You know, we see all these pictures with her hanging out on the yacht, da 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 da. And you know, little Bow Wow can't say anything in my Olivia Sky's hmm? Olivia Sky's name. Olivia Sky. That's not like the stripper name. I'm sorry, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, excuse me. It's not even her. Yes, another baby mom. Oh, what? Joey Chambers. Joey. Yeah, J O I E. Joey oh, Chambers. Joe. Joe. Oh, okay. Shout out to Hip Hop DX for the news. Yes, it is. <laughs> They're quick on that. You were quick with that. But uh, so anyway, he's been she's been following out with Diddy and uh, asked you know, Bow Wow, how do you feel about you know, 
this so-called alleged relationship between uh, Diddy and Joy. Joy. It might be, it's probably Joy. It's probably Joy. It's probably Joy. Um, and he said, you know, uh, actually, you know, me and OG actually uh, had a almost an hour conversation. We chopped it up about it, you know, this, that, how I felt, da, da, da. He said, you know, I know, I've known, uh, he, I know Puff since I was 13. And I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You've been in the game for a while. But the other part kind of weirded me out. I was like, yeah, I've known him for, you know, because I was 13. You know, you used to have pool parties and stuff. And I know how he is. He know how I am with women. And he, and he know, I was like, what? And I'm going to get wrong. I'm pretty sure a little bow I was doing adult shit at 13. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with all these rappers and producers and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know Puffy has an MO having these crazy parties and shit right. like that. I, I mean, the, the infamous white party is the stuff we know about. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and just think about, you know, this one wouldn't be the first time he had adolescent boys and showing them how to, quote, unquote, be men. And, you know. You know Call me and Mac was the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reason. Yeah. You get the whole, you know, he's hanging out with us here. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway. Well, I still contend has learned is a super villain. <laughs> and, who, and who talking about a super villain? Puffy. Puffy. Yeah. I mean, I think Puffy's like, a, yeah, he's a super villain in his own. He might, he, he's, he's fat, he almost fat on level. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, you know, he's talking about, like, yeah, we had, me and OG had an hour conversation, you know, and I was kind of like breaking down, you know, how I felt about, you know, especially if my kid going to be that, 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 that. But, you know, and he basically kind of like, you know, made it sound like, he and you know he's like a he big dog level like puppy yeah, or something like that, yeah. <laughs> like you know, like you know saying I used to have it on my yacht back in the day, you know, yeah. like that. He didn't say that, but you know, you know, you know, but it's bow wow. wow, like you said, inflated self worth. Right. Yeah. He you know flying, say you drive fly first class, so you're you're like, like, what, fly what you doing commercial. Side of flight with me? It's a sky blue, on them. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he basically said you know. I know both of them, and I really don't see this going anywhere. He basically kind of shit it on like, it's like, it ain't going to last kind of thing. Yeah. He got a little sideline hating kind of going on. He bow out. He can't help himself. But yeah, and, and this is actually not the first time Puff, Puffy's been uh, in the last maybe couple of months he's been with younger girl. With, uh, knows to be young girl. So he was uh, Lori Hart. Oh, Lori Hart. And the relationship with Cassie for some years. Cassie was always way younger than him, but at least by... 15 years of senior. Yeah. Or junior. Point, his junior. I yeah, mean. at that point, her career was just being Puff's girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, she had the one song, yeah. the one album, and after that. Just the one like, album, she broke Ryan Leslie's heart, and then she was yeah, Puff's girlfriend. For, and then she got into that uh, never going to be anything but my girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Uh, circle of, the, circle of inf- uh, infamy, I guess. Yeah, the wag. The wife of, yeah. Yeah, wife of a girlfriend. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, in this situation, okay, say, like, somebody dates your ex. Which is, which is probably happening right now. Yeah, it's like, why would you, I mean, I mean, I can understand in some ways if you have, like, you know, kids under a certain age. Yeah. I get that, but, you know, it's, I mean, what are you going to say to somebody as powerful as Pump Daddy, even if you are a little bow but, I mean... Only conversation a man should have with another man with the mother of his children should be about the children. Like, hey, you know, if you're gonna be around my kid, it's you know, I, it's to, what, you know. To quote, to quote the poet, "Don't say skillet. Don't let me find out I, you have a man around my kids." Yeah, I mean, I mean, which is a hilarious. Line. Right, right. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta be, you know, more mature than that because if, if you're not with the girl, yeah, but then again, yeah, she, she's gonna move on. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna yeah, move on. Y'all both moved on. Yeah, but hopefully, you can't just anything else like telling her, you know. How she is and how she is. that's that that's that's, that's not well, for you to say. I catch a nigga beating his ass. Right, right yeah. There. I mean, he's obviously 
not over this girl in, in some kind of degree. Well, yeah. be, for him to be that concerned. Right. And again, it's, it's bad while someone's thing to get him attention. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, he loves attention. He, I mean, your focus should be like, you know, as long as this guy is... And I think he has a daughter with her, right? Yeah. So, you know, said she's 10. You know, yeah, like, mom was, you know, you got an adult man around my daughter and he's not creepers or we're good. Right. And anything else is between them, like... I can't, you know, I can't stop him and your relationship for being whatever it is. I know you. Uh, I kind of know him, so it is what it is. Right. But, yeah, that's kind of, that's female stuff. Too, and, like. you know, like, when we say, like, you know, they're celebrities, but that's, that's, like, we live in a relatively small city or whatever. It's, yeah. You know, don't don't tell the mayor that, but, you know, but. Right. But even in in, that, in those circles, that that's pretty small circles. Of, everybody, yeah, they they eventually gonna run into each other. Everybody know everybody. And you know, whatever it is with celebrities, especially rappers, they all share the same girlfriends anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't forget there was the era of the tell-all book for of the of the rapper girlfriend. Yeah, the superhead thing. Superhead thing and all the copies <laughs> of her book. And shit. Right. So I mean, I mean, obviously these guys don't have any qualms about banging their friends or yeah, industry yeah. friends, you girlfriends, know, wives. Both holes on the fly if you got enough, you right. got enough money. Sharing is caring, I guess. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and more kind of, kind of in the custom of this kind of news, uh, which is kind of funny because I always thought about, you know, would they ever, like, you know, what's ever going to happen with this besides, you know, what's already happened? Um, and I just kind of saw it on, I don't even watch World Star, but it gets popped up. Um, Fizz, I guess you don't call him Little, little Fizz. Little Fizz no more. But Fizz, Fizz so much more from the, uh, the, the boy band, B2K, right. super group, whatever. Finally apologized to Amarion on stage. So I guess these guys went back on tour. So they back on the back. They, the tour is back on. Yeah, yeah. There, there is like a there is a, a Millennium tour going on, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah. I think Lil Bow Wow and uh, Amarion headline. So I guess. Uh, so I don't know if if uh, Amarion had the other two guys from B2K on there, and then like Lil Fizz just showed up. Anyway, they did like a public like during the concert. He walked out and then Lil Fizz apologized and said, "Man, I'm sorry about the whole April. What was her name? April Jones thing. Yeah, that's that was foul. Like we didn't know that already. And uh, he basically did like a, a apology tour kind of thing. You know, basically did like a public thing, which is I guess that's okay. But this goes back to the rule. Like it's one thing like you know industry friends, but somebody like you called your brother, you know." It tries to hook up with your kid's mom. And I mean, it's different like some random dude you don't know. He don't owe you that kind of, you know, hey, you know, wives are off the off, off limits kind of thing. But this is like a guy you grew up with and toured with and, you know, probably had all these experiences and, you know, called him your brother or whatever. And they, you know, they go and then have a whole relationship with your ex-wife and then, like, rub it in your face any chance he gets and, like, you know, taunt you with it, this, that, and other thing. I guess, I guess, yeah, people always say Amari just got this, got this sage kind of, you know, calmness to like, it. He, he must have to get it. just seemed like he, you know, he did forgive me, shook his hand, he said, man, it's cool, da 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 da. I mean, like, what's, what's, what do you need to hold a grudge for? Right, but I mean, I don't, I maybe, I'm not, you're not supposed to hold a grudge, but I, I don't think I could do that. Because that just seems like a huge betrayal. Right. For someone just to come from, you know, where we came from and then, like, oh. You popped my girl. Yeah, I mean, it's not even in the cuss. It's like the way he did it. The way he did it to me seemed like he did it because he had a jealousy and vengefulness to Omarion. I guess I don't know why. He, you know, it's not my fault. The little Fizz solo career never popped off, and you know, oh, had a couple of hits. That's not his fault. You know, or he didn't stay with the group or whatever. You know, right. I, mean, I vaguely remember him being an actor. But yeah, I mean, but 
you know, it, it just seems like the, the Benedict Arnold kind of thing to do. Like it's, it, it's steam, it stems from some kind of trauma. Like you know, you you did that on purpose. You probably yeah. didn't even really like uh, April that much. You just want to get back at it. Yeah, you just want to make you want to hurt. Yeah, it was, it was some 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 like some some shit, like some real bullshit Machiavellian shit. Yeah, I mean, it was on that. What was the love and hip hop? Yeah, I mean, obviously they played it up for the camera, but. Come on, man. It's like, you can't. But let me shout out to Amari. Amari, for like, you know, at least accepting his apology. I don't think, you know, in private, you could ever really be cool with somebody. Maybe, I guess, have a business relationship, you know. Don't mess up the bag kind of thing. I guess keep on touring with the, with the, with the Millennium. I mean, at one point, you're going to have to stop calling it the Millennium Tour. Yeah. We've had way past the Millennium We're, 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 we're 21 years past that. Yeah. Speaking now that you mentioned that, is <laughs> the, the, the podcast guides have blessed us with something. Okay. This is now officially a TMZ story. What was it? And the picture of the and the picture they use on the headline is probably the face of Marion Hey, He's apologizing to him. <laughs> he's apologizing. Yeah. He's apologizing to Marion. You can see Mario with a blank face. Like, yeah. yeah, okay, nigga. Like, right, I'll, I'll post a picture of the group later for, for posterity yeah, right, right. purposes. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you sorry. Man, you whatever, nigga. Whatever, nigga. Just get to the next song. All right, yeah. You ain't sorry. You just want to make sure you can still go on tour and get a bag. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's, that's how I feel about it. Like, you, you, that bill's coming up. So. That, yeah, that's just too snaggy for you. But, yeah, man, could you I mean, like, if, if you're, I ain't going to say your best friend, but, like, somebody who, like, you knew for like years, like maybe high school friend, and then like you get married or whatever, and then y'all doesn't work out, and then you find out <laughs> that he's you know got with your 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 ex wife. Would you feel weird about that? Uh, a little bit. And, not, and I'm not saying like, hey man, it just happened, but I'm talking about yeah, yeah, I got her. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, yeah, do something like that. That's like it was a, yeah. Like so, what how, what slight did you have that made you do this? And like just doing like little stuff. Yeah. Social media to try to poke. I guess, like, I guess Mario just kind of cut him off. Like he didn't even give him no attention. The, the energy, I guess, the word be he didn't give him the energy they wanted. But yeah, man, I, I couldn't. I, I could, they wouldn't stand with me. Like I couldn't be that person's friend again, or even be having a business relationship. Yeah, I mean, like especially if y'all y'all that close. Yeah, you always be. I mean, that person always be like a snake to me. Yeah, it's like it's, you, you see that movie Soul Man, right? Yeah. Basically like that. <laughs> but not as funny. But not as funny. In the real life situation, they could not have gone for Ain't this a bitch? Yeah. I taught you and him how to sing. <laughs> when I saw you could dance, hum a motherfucking skip. <laughs> I'm so going to watch that later. <laughs> you the dog motherfucker. <laughs> I, why you got all these kids the dog food? I ain't, seen, I ain't seen one motherfucking dog. You're going to wake up my dog. You the dog You the dog motherfucker. <laughs> R.I.P. to Birdie Maggie. Birdie Maggie and yeah. Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Possibly my five cup. Oh, man. And I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, well, yeah, man. Um, do right by your friends, man. Yeah. But they always say betrayal comes from a friend or someone close to you. Yeah. That's, just always look out for that. That's where the knife going to hit you in the back. It'll be somebody's friend. Um, moving on, a lot of arrests this yeah. last two weeks, man. Uh, famous people, semi-famous people. Uh, first the children, one. The children of famous people. Right, yeah. So, uh, what happened with... I guess Michael Jordan's son got arrested. Yes. So, what's the story with that, uh, Big Rock? Well, the thing that's crazy to me about it is, like, it seemed like it was a domestic thing. Just, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was, you know, a girlfriend or a girlfriend. Or is he married? Is, is Michael, uh, Michael Jordan? I was about to say Michael Jackson. Is Michael Jordan's son married? I'm not sure actually, because his son would be about a little younger than we are now. Yeah, he probably runs the same age, like in his, you know, mid thirties. 
that he's uh he got a he got a risk for aggravated assault in Arizona. Uh-huh. He it, it, it wasn't even that. domestic. It was he hit a he hit a healthcare worker. Where was he at to hit the? Was it like a was it just like he got in a fight with something? And they happened to be a healthcare. No, worker? It was at, he was at a hospital. He might have. Was, was he at a hospital fight with somebody? Yeah, I think it might have. Well, I can tell he was at a restaurant in like Scottsdale, mm-hmm. and he he and he got hurt himself. Okay, and then they and they took him to a hospital. He probably might have been disoriented or whatever, whatever. Like because he apparently hit his head. Uh huh. And so when he, you know, you know, disorientation, fear kicks in. He probably struck a healthcare worker, and that's what happened. Okay, I mean, I guess that kind of, you know, that can happen. I mean, that's not doesn't seem uh, malicious. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but, it, unless uh, he was like, you know, drunk or yeah, on something. Yeah, but from from like in Arizona, if you hit a healthcare official, it's like a class three felony. Ah. So it might be more of a. It, it was no malicious intent to it. The different state rules. And yeah, that. you know, like why? Would, what the hell was he doing in Arizona anyway? Damn. Healthcare professional is that protecting Arizona? Yeah, hmm. that a protected class? Yeah, yeah. I never heard of that. You, your, your occupation makes you. I mean, I, I know. Well, you know, besides like for like a, I guess like EMS and like police officers and firemen, yeah, like some kind of you know standing like you can't assault. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you assault them, it's you know it's it's, it's way more stricter the uh, you know the penalties or whatever. Yeah, he's. So yeah. I think it might be it might it be more, like ER worker or something. Yeah, it must. So, but what it sounds like the headline made it sound worse than it really was. But yeah, it sounded like it might be more of a misunderstanding yeah. than anything more malicious. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, I was kind of expecting something a little bit worse than that. And that moves us to the second uh, arrest. Yeah, on some, <laughs> on some John Bones Jones shit. John yeah. Bones Jones, Bonehead Jones, this Bonehead Jones um, was arrested again for uh, domestic violence. Uh, this time, I guess they live in Las Vegas. Yeah, in Las Vegas uh, metro area. Um, I believe I, someone must tell me that th- this happened though at they were at a hotel or something in, in Las Vegas. I think it was some kind of celebration. Anyway, from far from the uh, from what uh, we got from the uh, police reports was that uh, John Jones' fiance, girlfriend, mother of his three kids. Uh, I'm a, you know I don't know the official title was a. Uh, Allegedly assaulted by Jones after he came back from partying with a couple guy friends. I guess there was some drinks or maybe some, you know, maybe came back drunk. I mean, just I don't know. But uh, I guess they were staying at the at a hotel in Las Vegas, and uh, his uh, fiance came downstairs, and she somebody noticed maybe security or somebody noticed she looked, you know, had like a disheveled look, and then like her nose bleeding and. And, you know, somebody was asking questions, like, you know, what's wrong? Are you okay? And I guess they recognized her. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody knew that was John Jones' wife or, I mean, he's saying wife, girlfriend or, you know. And um, police were called and um, they came to the room to uh, talk to uh, John. And uh, John was uh, being uh, belligerent with the police. Um, That's not a shot. Right. He was, uh, uh, allegedly he was, uh, I guess he was either handcuffed and he headbutted the, the squad car and like dented it up real bad but he didn't hit any officers he just allegedly hit his, his uh, kid's mom yeah which is worse and uh, from her report she, he pulled her hair and uh, you know she had you know marks on her body and like I said a bloody nose She and, and when asked uh, you know 
what happened, what did it get physical, she just said, you know, just a little bit, or, you know, you're like, basically that battered woman syndrome kind of thing, where you, you know, they kind of go play it low, like, what you know, try to protect the man, even though after he beat her yeah, ass, yeah, it's, it's, that, that it's, kind of thing. It's, it's, it's sort of Stockholmish, which, yeah. which, which we'll talk about more in our, in our next thing. <laughs> right, right. But uh, I guess the uh, and the thing is with this, this, this is not his first rodeo. No. Even with domestic violence, like uh, he he got in trouble for one hit and run on a pregnant woman, and then he uh, he, he headbutted a hostess or, yeah. or a stewardess or something at a strip club. Right, this is the thing with the coke in the car. Right, was that was that the pregnant woman thing too? Yeah, because they started to blur together after a while. Then he had like all the times he you know they found cocaine in the system during like you know fight blood tests. And, yeah, you know, that's not, we, I'm talking about blood work. I'm talking about day to day life. Yeah. You know, you know, he has a very, you know, foggy history yeah. as far as this, you know, runs it, running. And I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, I know John Jones is, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a fighter. Like, you know, he's a trained assassin in, in the most, that's pretty much what MMA fighters are. I'm not trying to say he's a killer. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to but demonize him that way. But it, he's a trained weapon, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. He's, you know, he's a trained to go kind of person, you know. But it always seemed like a lot of these fighters... You know, they turn it off after, you know, after the, after the match or right, after they you know, train. And, like, normally you see John Jones, you know, before we kind of found out all stuff, he always seemed like, you know, he... Pretty uh, affable guy. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a story of him chasing down a, a, a mugger in New York right before his first kind of showcase fight and, like, you know, helping people out. And it, I don't know what it is, like, what, what you know, maybe it's a Doc, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of complex right. he has, but... It just seems like he always gets in the same kind of trouble. Like when it comes to, I don't know if he. Part of it might be like entitlement, because you know. I think it's the party. I yeah, think, I like, think you know, once you get to that level and nobody's gonna tell you no, it's, you, it's, you really can't get away. Right, with as talented as he is, he probably does have like maybe a you know substance abuse problem, problem, you know, alcohol or something like that. Because it has to be like you know, it has to be a spark to, to this behavior. Right. Because normally, like, you know, don't get me wrong, he gets amped up, you know, with these press conferences. But that's, that's just for the fight. But, that's to sell tickets. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, to sell, 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 sell the tickets and stuff like that. But it seems like there's something else going on with him. And, like, he comes from a family. Like, he's, he has two brothers in the NFL who, who played in the NFL, right. you know, athletic, you know. It is it's something else going on with that guy. I don't know if he, you know, he, I mean, everybody fights demons. We always talk about that here on the show. Right. But it just seemed like he did keep coming back in the same way. And I'm pretty sure that that poor woman has some stories that, you know, people don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's never, when it comes to, like, domestic violence, it's never just that one time. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a That's a cycle. Gets, that's the gets out. Yeah. yeah, it's a cycle of, you know, behavior. That, you know, when, even in, in any case, men or women, when they hit their partner, it's not just something they just, just happens. But it just seemed like, and then, like, of course... Dana White probably gonna like you know he'll get another slap on the wrist. Yeah, he's like you know, hey man, you gotta you know, like he's such a good guy, man. But he just gotta do this and do that. Da, 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 man. Like we like we said like we, like we said during season one about you know with the whole Velveteen Dream thing. Yeah. If 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 a promoter or somebody thinks they can get money out of you, they'll let a lot of shit slide. They'll let it slide. Man, where we having that guy? Actually, side note, he was kind of like proactively booked somewhere. Uh-huh. And then people were like, no. He's on the show? He on the show, I'm off. And so mm. people that were like, oh, these people sell tickets, so they, they had to debook them. So he blacklisted. He blacklisted, yeah. yeah. And I mean, well, I don't want to jump to another topic, but. Well, yeah, let's not jump to another topic. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, as even though I don't like John Jones, 
even I mean, you didn't like him as a fighter. Cause I thought some of his tactics, while legal, were kind of dirty, like hitting people, like leg kicks slightly above the knee, like to buckle people's knees and tear their uh, discus like, and stuff. Not an oblique kick, but like a yeah, legit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, would be a chop blocking football. Or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, but his actions makes him even more like I hate to use the word hateable, but yeah, hateable. <laughs> and like you know, and you know, with all these problems, he's so fucking talented. Like you know. You know he might be he might be a cheater, but we don't we don't know. But you know he's so gifted as a fighter. Like he's still undefeated. He's never took an L. Except, well, he had one uh, uh, dis- disqualification. Yeah, DQ, right? Over for for an elbow, but he's never been legit beaten. Right. Yeah, it was a couple of fights. So I thought he probably lost that Gus uh, Gufferson Guff- fight, but but still uh, he still he still ended up winning. Some tell me Danny Cormier agrees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean he beat, he beat Danny Cormier legit both times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a good fight though. But yeah, man, it's it's I don't wanna wish I'm bad on you know, he did he just seemed like a with all his talent, he still kept a fuck up. I mean, I hope he gets better, you know. You know, it's the same thing like with the you know, back in the day with Mike Tyson. You just if people who see Mike Tyson now, it's like kids maybe like ten or ten maybe fifteen years younger than us, always see see Mike Tyson as this person who would always, you know, Tell about you know giving people advice and kind of like sage wisdom like don't you know, go this way. But we knew Mike Tyson. When he talking about I'll eat your children. Yeah, and, uh, we knew that Mike. Tyson. Yeah, oh and yeah. He, and oh. even that is the second version of Mike Tyson. The the version of it, the first version is what makes people root for Mike Tyson. Right. So we've seen a lot of layers, but hopefully yeah. maybe we can get something like that in, in sooner. Hopefully sooner than later with because America loves redemption stories. So. Yeah, with John Jones. He's giving a lot of chance and then like same thing, like back to Daniel Cormier. He said the same thing at a press conference, like at the I think it was a sit down before the second fight after uh, the, the 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 rematch got cancelled. Well, had to get pushed back because uh John Jones had all that pro- those troubles and like the, the the blood test and all that. He's like, Man, the same thing, man, they're gonna you you you're you're basically gonna fuck up, like they're gonna keep on giving you shots, you keep messing up your shots. You yeah. he said he said one time is a mistake. He said, "More than one time, it's a, it's a pattern. pattern. Yeah, but it's going to happen again. Da, 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 da. At this point, pa- at this point, you might as well say it's a matter of time. Yeah, but hopefully, he gets, he gets his shit together, man. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about this. Uh, and this is kind of one of those stories that kind of just Big Rob kind of kind of threw it on the table. Like, man, did you hear about this? So, Big Rob, please explain to the listeners out here what's this thing." It's like we always we don't try to. We always just end up talking about the same cast of cat cat weird yeah, cast of characters yeah. on this show. And maybe because it's something they do always kind of pops out to be a big role. We're a lot of alike in many ways. But what is this thing I'm hearing about Doctor Umar Johnson? And, and, and we were talking about and wanting, literally perfect segue. Yeah, we were wanting, about Mike Tyson. To, wanting to legit fight Iron Mike Tyson. Well, yeah, I guess in the celebrity I guess. boxing field or whatever, but what what is going on with this? Now, I, I need I need I need I need I need, for I need some, answers now. For, now, just off the top of my head, backstory: this ain't the first time he's tried something like this because you know Umar Johnson thinks you know he thinks he's a Suge Knight of this, of this you know Pan Africanism shit. Yeah, it, it just being what it is. It's it's it's, it's hotel hustling. Uh huh. And just like from what I what I've gathered, because I only saw the story just last night. Right, right. And for like the like he want you know he saw the you know what you know the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather stuff yeah Jake Paul and all that and yeah all that yeah and all the shit has been going on and I think he just want to get in on some of his money okay and so he's like I'll fight Mike Tyson 
So you think that maybe that was just a sound bite? Like I would. It more than likely is. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't sound because like, even. I mean, don't get me wrong. We. I mean, I saw the last Tyson fight. You know when he fought For Roy. Roy Jones, and you know, you know, Mike Tyson is not. Now he's, he's up in age, but here's, a, here's another thing: is there's another little wrinkle to that story. Okay, okay. there's. This might end up being the first celebrity boxing triple threat match. <laughs> triple threat match. Okay. Somebody, somebody else today, they can love in the ring. Well, most kind of Umar kind of pushed them into it. And this is somebody that I'm a big fan of and you kind of a newer fan of. Uh, involving Gary Indiana's greatest export not named Michael Jackson, one Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. No, that, 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 that's, a, that's a, yeah, that has, those two, three things should have anything to do with that. Yeah, not, 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 not Gangster Gibbs. No, so... Please, what, what, how did Freddie Gibbs come into this? Well, you know, part of it was, you know, Umar was like, I'll fight Mike Tyson. And Freddie Gibbs being, not only being one of the best rappers alive, he's one of the best internet trolls alive. True, true. And he, he jumped in on Instagram laugh, live laughing his ass off about the shit. Umar sees it. He gets he claps back at Freddie Gibbs. So, I'll fight you, Umar. Yeah. Okay, I would take, I, I would actually, in a, in, a, in a better, that's actually better for me than him fighting Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. I would actually want to see like okay, we have the rapper versus the the the, the, the prince of Pan Africanism. Yeah, I guess that's a good that's a good way to describe. It. I feel like if they go have a fight, they should have it on the campus of Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey School on the first day. Yeah, yeah, the gym. You should have it in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> you should have it in the gym. And then uh, I guess they can let uh, just for good measure, they can let uh, my boy uh, who's uh, who's the guy with the glasses. They can let him be on commentary. Um. I know you're talking about uh, 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 Anthony, not Anthony. Uh, uh, we did. We talked about it before because uh, they were about to come to blows almost in the past. Kevin, Kevin, Ke- Kevin Sanders. Kevin Sanders. We got Kevin yeah. Sanders jumping. One of the trip. most famous alumni from our high school. Yeah, <laughs> that we had no idea. We had no idea. See, I'm going back to pages looking at it. But yeah, we uh, you got Kevin Sanders jump in or. You think take Freddie Gibbs and Jack Gibbs Savage Dr. Ubar fight. But the thing is so funny is For black manliness. Yeah, but Freddie Gibbs actually kinda had to tell Mike Tyson who Omar who Mark Tyson actually is. <laughs> Mike Mike didn't even know who the fuck he was. There's a Mike's like, who? Like, Freddie Freddie being Freddie, he said it in the most Freddie Gibbs way possible. What did he say? It's like it's some fuck bitch. It's a fuck bitch. Oh man, I'm, I'm telling you, man, you can't make this. He's shit like, up. he's some fuck nigga. He don't like white people. That's <laughs> literally what he said for Oh, oh, okay. I've never heard of him. <laughs> That's my Mike Tyson impression. And he's like, Mike was like, he can't be, he can't be cool with the views are hateful. But I was like, all right, whatever. Oh shit. Can you? I mean, I mean, like I said, we talked about it in the latter, a latter episode that man, it's just getting to the point where people are more interested in non-athletes. "Quote unquote fighting each other." I mean, that's and there's a, there there is a huge demographic of people who want to see like, especially with the celebrities and social media always talking shit about each other. We've got rappers and yeah, now we yeah, got yeah. social activists. I guess you can call it that. Yeah, you know, we're both wrestling fans. I think we probably everybody both, else. We yeah. want to see Jim Cornette and Vince Russo finally get it. Right, yeah, <laughs> you know, people are always spouting that. that yeah. You know, if I saw this person yeah, in real life, on sight. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna punch him out. But. With this, I mean, with celebrity boxes or celebrity fighting or whatever you want to do. Shout out to Triller for this. Yeah, yeah Triller. Yeah, there's a there is a huge market for this, and and, and the proof is in the pudding. All the the Paul fights and yeah. all the you know, Triller doing the stuff they do. 
With rappers fighting each other. Right. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's there's money to be made. And like, didn't Lamar Odom fight one of them dudes? Yeah. And I, yeah, he was actually with the, the whole celebrity boxing thing, but it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same. You know, it's, it's McDonald's Burger King, the same uh, thing. Blueface fought the, that yeah. YouTuber guy. Yeah. There's, there is a, there is a, there is an audience for this. Now, are we going to be able to get Dr. Lamar Johnson to fight Freddie Gibbs or Mike Tyson or Kevin Samuels? Probably not. I think this is more or less this more. In my head, I can picture Kevin, Kevin Samuels fight. You ever see that video of Young Buck? Young Buck. Uh, young Thug sparring. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He twists his hands like y'all can't see me. That's how I figured out Kevin Samuels fights. No, then again, Kevin <laughs> Samuels probably wouldn't have to fight his. his Call it kangaroo. His, his legion of stands and fight for him. Right, they'll jump in and sacrifice himself. Yeah, because you see the same thing for Dr. Lamar. Yeah, it was, it was funny. They had a lot of crossovers, so there might even be a couple of the same guys. Yeah, I mean. Like the shit that should have been for like a celebrity death match on MTV. This yeah. is, we're getting this shit now in real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's basically real life celebrity death match. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean, I would watch. Shout out to Texas Cornbread. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would actually it's probably imagine Kevin Samuels windmilling somebody. Like so the like fighting. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> that, that part of it would probably come out really quick. Oh man, that is funny. Um. And uh, I guess uh, since we're talking about, let's talk about a little bit of somber news. Uh, it happened uh, last week. Uh, we found out that uh, uh, actor, comedian, uh, one of the first people on Comic View, yeah, um, Def Jam alumni, uh, AJ Johnson passed away. Fifty um, five. Yeah, fifty four, fifty five. Yeah. Rather abruptly. I mean, it's not like he's been uh, active, or active. You know, in in in, in media like. Mainstream media, but I don't. Even, I think he was still doing like comedy shows and stuff like that. But uh, as of today, I've yet to got a reason why he passed. Yeah, like, like I, I saw him speak going back or how like, he could. Yeah, passed. my last episode, I saw they determined the cause of death from Michael K. Williams. So yeah, and I, I mean we we kind of expected, expected it. that. It's still sad, but in AJ's sad. case, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it's like you know one of the things was like you remember like an actor or something for specific roles. And then, like, you know, they kind of, I hate to, I don't like to use the word fall off, but, you know, they kind of go from the, uh, the, 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 the mind. Yeah, they kind of leave the mind, yeah. You know, then you just remember them. But, uh. I mean, in I, his case, he's been a part of, he, he actually been a lot of, he's been part of a lot movies. of classic movies. I mean, Friday. Friday, obviously. Players Club. Players Club. The last time Ice Cube. Uh, don't forget, he, he was a house party. House party. Because he got, he, he the one got, follow the dirt, follow the dirt. He got. Yeah, this by Robert Harris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been around, and then like in circles, like with those people who came up during that time, yeah. like they all knew each other and yeah. stuff like that. You know, and they was all helping each other, like find roles and stuff. So, and I do like remember like him. I'm speaking about people. I got hooked up. I got hooked up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do remember. Um, he had an interview with uh, the uh, Vlad. DJ, DJ Vlad, and he was talking about uh, his uh, his issues with alcoholism. Yeah, and like you know, he basically like had so many DUIs that like if he gets another DUI, he can probably go to jail for twenty years, yeah, that sort of thing. So, like that. so I mean, he said that was the only like he just said like you know I was he was, I was a drunk drunk I, you know I drank every day I drank like a fish da 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 and like you know I had, you know so how many times he had to put like breathalyzers in his car, car and yeah, stuff like shut that. Shut his engine down and shit. Yeah, yeah. 
And then he's like, yeah, man, I, the, the, the only thing that made me stop was the fact that if I drink, once, I, one, if I think I drink again, it'll probably kill me. And then two, if I get caught drinking, I'll, you know, it'll put me in jail for the rest of my life. And I'm already, I think he's probably, like, he's probably like in his 40s or late, yeah, that, late that 40s when he did the interview. Yeah. But I'm yeah, probably man. about 2012 or so. So, I mean, uh, and I mean, I don't know how well his health was. I don't know, you know, I don't know if he was an active person or anything like that. But uh, it, it is tragic that somebody dies that, you know. And, you know, sure, he has a family, you know, people that care for him, you know. Uh, so, I saw his, his wife had, like, the chance of. That dude go fund me to bury him, man. Yeah, it was buried. Man, if I, if I, I know I probably said it like in the early season, but man, the best thing you can do for yourself and your family, yeah, man, man, is to get life, life insurance, insurance, man. I am so sick and tired of grown people like this, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, he had a problem. He probably, you know, alcohol and drugs or, I mean, well, alcohol is a drug, but alcohol and like making bad decisions. He probably fumbled a lot of that money he made. Yeah. Not to say, I don't, but I mean, well, he probably fumbled a lot of money he made with shows and stuff like that or, you know. Squandered it or whatever, but took, took it for granted. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, life insurance, man, is so important, man. Especially in the black community, we don't believe that we're gonna die, man. We're gonna die one day. You not, you know, you're gonna wake up and not wake up. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna happen. It's, it's inevitable. So, man, that's the best thing you can prepare. I'm tired of GoFundMe accounts. I can understand like somebody dies at a young age, fifteen or younger than that, or you know, like a, a teenager. Like you don't have teenagers really don't for the most part have life insurance. Right, mm. but grown people, you know, that, that just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, there's affordable ways to get it, you know, to handle it. I and mean, if you don't get life insurance right now, go get it today. If you listen to me, or you standing up across the room from me, go get some life insurance. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I don't want to have to get ask other people, friends, family, whoever, to put money in so we can, you know, bury you or right. cremate you. It, it's 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 it's, it's 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 this poor planning on your part. So please go do that, man. R.I.P. to uh, A.J. Johnson, man. Go watch Friday. Go watch uh, Players Club. Uh, what do you? What do you in that movie with uh, John Witherspoon uh, too? Talking dirty after dark. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, man. Go watch all those classic mo- movies. I got to hook up everything, man. Uh, R.I.P. Man, it's a unfortunate event when people die that you know you admire from a. Uh, from far, yeah. You know, admire from, you know, their, uh, it made you laugh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sadness. All right, uh, so let's, let's go ahead and lift up everybody's spirit with everybody's favorite segment of the show. That good old, good old, good old, good old, Nerd Homies Unite. Um, of course, if you have been watching, and you should have been watching, uh, we got, uh, two new episodes of, uh, Marvel What If coming down the pike, uh, and uh, we've been doing uh, reviews for every episode since the show started. Yes. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the first episode. Which so episode 7. Episode 7, which I I don't know the exact title. Let's go ahead and just call it. What if Thor was what an only child? the party boy. It th- it, <laughs> the official title was What if Thor was an only child. Right. Um, and this is actually, I think, uh, with this episode, it was like, it was probably, probably the most lax episode yeah, they yeah, had. Yeah. Like it really wasn't much to it, far as story wise. It was kind of like a if Marvel doesn't hang over. It was kind of like a uh, kind of let you calm down from the whole zombie thing. Yeah, the kill monster <laughs> thing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's some questions I have. It's a really good question. Yeah. Um, one is proof that if Loki was allowed to stay on the old nine, he would have become a giant anyway. Right, what was the whole deal with that? Wouldn't he just still be the same size? Right, 
because you know they left him to die because he was running. Yeah. So I guess frost giant babies are fully grown adults when they're born or whatever. I mean, it never made sense at that point. It never made sense that even though you say he was running, when he still got technically got bigger. Yeah, like, he still be But dying. I guess a frost giant baby is, is huge. Well, but so. I'm saying, yeah. So frost giant baby probably the size of one of us. Sure, yeah. yeah. I guess that, I guess that kind of makes sense. And the fact that like he never turned blue and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, it was cool. They kind of brought him back. But like, what if he, you know. Yeah, they, 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 like, they didn't have the robbery or whatever. But I, uh, and that's <laughs> all the dope cameos, like it, what, for Drax. Yeah, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, who married Darcy. Yeah. Uh, who else? They had the Sovereign from Guardians 2. Yep. Um, the Collector. The Collector. The, gr- the Grandmaster. Grand, I mean, yeah, Grandmaster's Grandmaster, in there. The Warriors 3. They actually had a rocket in the sink, in in, in the hotel room sink. Mm. And then Thor, she opens the door, like, who the hell look, it's a rabbit in the sink. <laughs> Yeah, it was a fun episode. That was like, a fun episode. Oh, come on. Not come on. Nebula was in it. Nebula was playing... What was she playing? Uh, Dice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mommy's new eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Uh, obviously, Nick Fury and Maria Hill. And yeah, I kind of like the fight he, he, he had. He had yeah, with Captain Marvel. Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel. That was, that was good, too. Yeah. He was like, what if... And I forget how, how OP she is in the uh, Marvel uh, yeah. Cinematic Universe. She can fight Thor head straight up. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he dinged her in the head with him all year, she did, she shook it off. Yeah, like she ate that. It was like, they were uh, throwing him from state to state. That yeah. was funny. They would knock each other out. From knocked, like, he knocked over Stonehenge. Yeah, for fun. Yeah. The funniest part to me was the cleanup scene where he like put the leaning tower pizza back up, even though he had knocked it down to begin with. Yeah. And then, uh, very Superman three. If you ever seen that movie, but and then like the, at the end, uh, I kind of like the way they're like. In little ways, they're attaching episodes so, to other episodes. Because, as you tell, it's like continuity starting to pick yeah. up. Yeah. Because at the end, we've got Vision Ultron yeah. showing up. Yeah, which That's, is... Which, which is scary. Scary as shit, yeah. yeah. And the thing that got me was when, like, Watu didn't know who he was. Because it was like, what the hell? Because mm. he was like... Because, you, know, you know, he's supposed to see all and know all. Oh, and this took him by surprise. Yeah, like, i never seen that guy. Like, what the hell? And then that brings us to well, okay. Well, what, what were you feeling? I mean, because it was act, like I said, it really wasn't. It was more for comedic effect. It was like, so, like you said, it was a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say it is way, 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 way not my favorite episode, but surely not my the one I hated the most, which is obviously the this disassemble episode. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. That's definitely your. That's that's the worst one they had so far. Yeah. But, it, was, uh, yeah. it was a palate cleanse because if you think about it. Three, four, five, and six had like depressing endings. Yeah, yeah. So this was the this was the which is actually the kind of the Marvel standard. They give you the they give you the they give you the fun and they punch you in the gut at the end. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Good fun. But yeah, I give it about a, I give it seven point five. Yeah. You know, it, it was this it was a good time. Yeah, it was a very good time. It was a good time. But that moves me to or us to episode eight. Which I would call the best one they've had so far. Yeah, that that pat, I think that goes past the uh, that that which is ironic. It goes past the Doctor Strange episode. Yeah, I like the way it started, and then that, and the crazy part is after I saw the episode, I, I went to uh, shout out to Hoopla. If you, I think we talked about that. Yeah. The best if you want to catch up on Colin Moose and you don't have a dime in your name, and but you have a, a library card, I suggest you download Hoopla. Hoopla yeah. And they got a wide variety of comic books, uh, paperbacks, stuff like that. You can just. Browse through, but anyway, that brings me to what I was gonna say. The uh, if you watched, and this is we're, I guess we're gonna say spoilers already, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have watched the uh, episode eight, 
there's actually a what if comic that it it, it, it mirrors that very, very much. Very, yeah. very issue, yeah. It's very like likened onto that. What which is yeah. So I was like, yeah. And then like only difference was instead of a, a Hawkeye and a and a Black, Black Widow, Widow, it was a Hank Pym. And that that ending was messed up too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, go back to episode eight. Um, you get the uh, you know, you basically what if <laughs> what if uh, Ultron won? Basically, and uh, basically instead of uh, Tony and the guys stopping him, he ends up killing everybody, and then all who's left is a uh, Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow. And they're trying to figure out a way to stop Ultron. Yeah, and it's like, I, the best part of the episode for me is watching like really, really, really fucking want to just put his hand in there and give him the files yeah, to Zola. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to really want to uh, step in. Yeah. Which, like we like said earlier, like as the episodes go on, you notice him coming more and more prominent into the, se- into the scene. Yeah. Where you're not just in the background anymore. But I think actually, also besides that, the most messed up part is how easily he beat Thanos. Which, of course, is another plot hole. Yeah. He just basically <laughs> split him. Yeah. He's like, what is this? Ah. He's like, and, um, he, and like I said, yeah, if you look at that part, he already had. He had five of stones. He had five of stones. I, like, and if, this, if the time period is the same, there's no way he, the ancient one would have given it to him. Yeah. And there's no way, and there's no way Dr. Strange has it. How does he have it? Right, how's he have all those stones out yeah. there? I'm pretty sure. If... Like, the only theory that makes sense is that somehow Thanos, somehow Thanos and Ultron are wearing TVA. Yeah. So, so they got, like, even the drawer full of them and shit, yeah. But yeah, so anyway. What did my brother say? Like, oh, I gotta finish the whole copy. They Yeah. But yeah, so, uh, you know, they get to the part where Ultron wins, and then as soon as after he wins, Thanos pops up. He's like, oh, what is this? Interesting. Oh. What is this? And then he just basically one-shots Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headshots, literally. Yeah. And then, like, he gets, uh, he, he, he gets the, uh, basically, he, he basically turns his armor to the Infinity Gun. He re- retrofits himself yeah. to, to look like Ultron with the, with the, the crazy, uh, uh, embedded Infinity Gems Tron- everywhere. Yeah. yeah, which is badass. Yeah. Stuff like that. He looks like the bad guy. He looks, if you watch Bond movies, it makes him look like the bad guy living like that. <laughs> I like gold. Anyway, <laughs> right, right. You got all the bling. Um, and then uh, I like the part that they showed the time string. Like from that, from the the, the, the time uh, time council or whatever. It's TVA, yeah. The TVA. And then you see like stuff. And then like you see uh, Ultron getting the uh, word. He's like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait. And then, like, what are you? And then, and then Ultron, whose only purpose was to, to eliminate everything. Eliminate everything. He ain't got no threats on him. So you just see him when get on board. He wouldn't even more than just Earth. And then, like, he almost, like, he wanted to, like, you know, do his little ending thing. But he was like, but only, you know, he knew there was other worlds. And then he thought about the front and he was like, who's that? He's like, yeah, like, oh, oh. He's like, man, you turn off TV. <laughs> so, I feel something. It's like, you know, it's like when you watch some, like if you was a kid and you was watching some shit you ain't supposed to and you hear like a door open click. Yeah. Like, yeah, this show was an interesting episode of church. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that and like so when he like, the thing that was cool to me was like when he left Earth and like fucking, what he like, he killed the Guardians. Yeah, he went to all the planets. He killed Ego. Ego, the living planet. He went to Xandar. The thing was like, so he can kill Captain Marvel? Yeah, yeah. Even when the Defenders don't think he can kill Captain Marvel? He's, 
I guess, I guess with the limited knowledge of man, he, he knew how to use the, the Infinity Gauntlet right. better. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. So shit that Tony Stark wouldn't even know. And technically, they should have showed him, like, you know, come to the plan and, like, downloading all the knowledge. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Then, you know, but it's only, like, 35 minutes. But you don't got the time. But yeah. that's basically what Ultron was made to do. But, yeah, then he showed him, like, blowing a lot of plans. So, like, there's nothing left. And then, like, you know, he's, like, he wants to do the little closure, the washer. And he's like, wait, there's something else. And he's like, oh, hold on. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, like, at that point, would, like, the Celestials be involved? Would Beyonder have to come in? Yeah, I, I was hoping we were going to see somebody we haven't seen. Yeah, right. that. I, like, you, like you said back when we did the Loki review, like, Loki, 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 Loki. I want to see, like, what, what if the Century just had, like, a really quick cameo? Yeah, something new. Yeah. Something like, oh, shit, yeah. And then, like, you see, like, he finally figures out about the multiverse. Yeah. And then he breaks through to wherever uh, the Watcher was or his universe, his reality. You say reality. Yeah. His reality at the time. And then they had this big ass fight. And you see that Watcher actually uses power. He yeah. kind of stood up to it for yeah, a while. Yeah, he fought fight, yeah. I think the thing was like, you're just going to, I mean, he doesn't necessarily, he can't necessarily kill me, but he's just going to keep on, I can't, but I can't necessarily kill him. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be, an inter- it'd be a fight through, literally a fight throughout time. Which, now like, ah, now of course my Marvel nerd brain just clicked on. Cause like, all right, since what if, ironically, you know the you know the final scene in Loki, like when the when the sacred timeline actually breaks. Yeah. What if while that's happening, that fight is happening? That was, that was the next thing I was going to. Yeah, say. that and then which will lead us to our next topic a little bit later, which is what if that's happening while well, whatever happens in the next Spider Man movie happens, that's, or whatever happens in Wandavision happens. I think we're having a. We're thinking the same way. Yeah, we're thinking we're on the same way. I yeah. think Kevin Fur, Kevin Fur, Kevin guys, this, this, this right here we're witnessing right now, watching these shows, is the masterstroke. Yeah, exactly. Because everything we're seeing in these in these in these shows, oh, and oh, yeah, all these new shows on Disney Plus, everything at the end is happening at the, at the same, same time. time. So yeah, so there's probably a reason why, and they're connecting everything. And uh, we'll, I'm, we're going to talk about this next, so I don't want to ruin that. But everything is having an endpoint. That ends up with different realities. Yeah, that's what. And then, like at the end, you see uh, the uh, the what if strange from a different timeline reality supreme strength yeah. in the, in the jewel. Yeah, and then like now they're gonna. I guess in the next episode we're gonna see how they go try which, to stop it. Which definitely was more than likely leads to that the scene we saw in the trailer where she meets Captain Carter. Yes, which means like okay, so. Who's probably the only thing, only people probably that are still around that would be able to fight back? Yeah. Him, Captain Marvel, some version of Captain Marvel. Right. The the zombie verse survivors. Zombies versus survivors. T'Challa in there. Yeah. Yeah, because we do got one more episode chat with both. Yeah. Um, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. Uh, Captain Carter, Captain Marvel. Party Boy Thor. Uh, I guess we're going to get, because we have a, well, we have several versions of Nick Fury still alive. Yeah. Also, now that you mentioned it, the episode that you hate so much, Captain Marvel was Captain Marvel showed up for that. Yeah, so we're gonna and, get and they were still and they never took Steve out the ice. So we're gonna get basically Ultron the big baddie and then all the reality of trying to stop so, Ultron. Also, now this is just another theory from the zombie episode. We never know what happens to Bucky or what happens to the Hulk. Yeah, you think we might get them back? Yeah, because I mean, how could the, how I'm pretty sure Bucky's dead? Probably, but just all but Hulk's probably still. Alive. Yeah, but it was one of them things get him right before he gets eaten or something. Yeah. They, they can't eat the whole. Yeah, like well, yeah, like how can they penetrate the skin? Right. They should be able to regular people should be able to bite. Yeah. But yeah, so I think I'm really 
And I hate the fact we don't ever get previews until like the day. What the day before. Like the Tuesday. Oh, you, know, you got to like pay attention to Twitter or some shit like that. Yeah, like, oh, you know, yeah, we need to drop that. Yeah. Which, in a lot of ways, is good because you go in blind. And, and but some way you're like, damn, I wish I know what I was walking into. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of the fun of it. Because something tells me you would have avoided that uh, disassembled episode if you saw yeah, but anyway, it. Well, I mean, it, 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 the idea itself is not bad, but I don't like the, the execution it, sometimes. Kind of sucks for me. Because, like I said, like with the zombie, with the zombie episode, like the huge plot hole there. Yeah. And you're like, there's no way to explain your way out of this. And we are, we probably gonna get a, a live Thanos. So right. Like, I mean, technically, we got the, the Bozeman, I mean, uh, the T'Challa. You know, in Charlie. space, yeah, and that Thanos—that Thanos was a lot weaker. Yeah, but then again, the idea of having the Ravagers with him. But not to mention it, Thanos has died like twice. Yeah, Tony Stark ain't lived through nothing. Yeah, he died. Yeah, every time he, he every time he shows up, he died. Or is dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I th- so I'm guessing this. So it's eight. So it's only nine episodes a season. So okay, okay. So next week's ten episodes. Yeah. So this is going to be the finale. They're going to throw everything together. But it, it has been renewed for second season, so. Yeah, so I wonder if for the second season. Now, now we're just pushing further. Yeah, what could they do? Because, like, you know, we already have. I'm guessing it's going to be a long way for season two. Because they got to. Unless, unless they. Unless, well, the voice work could already be done. Well, my hypothesis is that, you know, with everything going on, everything's connected. So if we do another what if season two quickly. It wouldn't at least really match up. Yeah, I don't think it would match up. You would need like something else to be happening, like at least like another phase. Not not necessarily a phase, like a half a phase to happen. So. Oh, then again, you know they, you know, since COVID did shut everything down, maybe they got a lot of shit in the can already. That's true too. Yeah, so like, like this like we've been already working on. Yeah, like this time next, like this time next year, we'll have a season two. Like, we're gonna miss out a lot of people because. I think some people contracts over with. Yeah, because you know they replace, they replace people. They replace yeah. people anyway. So, so I mean, I'm not sure if we're gonna get any more Black Widow. We're not gonna get Scarlett Johansson with her with Scarlett Johansson's voice, and of course we're not gonna get more Chad Chad Bozeman. Well, that's that's just out of control, unfortunately. But yeah, and I don't I don't even know what the I don't know if Chris Evans is still under. I don't know, At, but I think about like maybe like you got any more movies or nine or, months ago they said like they were talking to him about coming back, which yeah. may just be for this. And Robert Downey, you know. yeah. Has Robert Downey done any of his voices? No, nah, him, him, him was starting time. Okay, okay, okay. I, you know, I never checked it. Because, you know, if he if he came back, it'd be a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Because Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston would be around forever. Yeah. No, they are the Loki, so. So, I mean, yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to this last episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Wednesday, in a lot of ways, not not more more important than what else happened next week, but Wednesday yeah. can't come fast enough. Right. <laughs> and and but, for, for about three reasons, Wednesday's a big day. Yeah, Wednesday's a big day. Um, okay, so uh, we're, we're gonna move on to uh, another Marvel movie to drop this uh, this week. Or was it? Yeah, it was this week. This week, like Thursday, right? Well, I guess like, technically was, would it be Friday? Well, but Thursday night. Th- Thursday, Thursday night. night yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, second so the second installment of uh, Venom. Venom. Let there be Connors came out, and. Um, I was, uh, like, I, I've been talking to Robert, and he still hasn't seen Venom 1. No. I, I already knew he hasn't. But I was, I was telling him, like, you know, it's actually a pretty, for a Sony Marvel movie, it's a, it's a good movie. You know, I mean, you gotta, you know, take some stuff, because it's Sony, and they don't have yeah, the rights to this. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah. At this point, if you know the MCU, and you know the Sony, how, there's a whole story about that, you know how it works. Anyway, let's fast forward to the new movie. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. It basically kind of picks up right 
at the end credit scene of Venom One, I guess you would say. And that's uh, introducing Queen's Cassidy, Cassidy okay. and you know so Woody Harrelson. I've never seen the movie, but I watched both Pope Kirk's. Right. <laughs> um, so it, it kind of picks up right there. You, we get a little bit of backstory of Queen's Cassidy and who you know his character is, why, what's his motivation, and then they kind of in this movie they uh, they borrow a lot from the uh, Maximum Carnage a little bit yeah. with the. Uh, the relationship between Carnage and she- Shriek, Shriek, yeah, which is kind of like Carnage's pseudo girlfriend in the, in that in that uh that miniseries, which was way too long. But anyway, that that's one of the many that you mentioned that that, yeah. that right there is one of the many signs about nineties comedy. Man, that was long. They had a lot of fucking filler. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the story be over by issue five, where they got like seven issues ago. I guess to kind of fast track things. Without you know having the ability to have multiple comics, they kind of made it where uh, Cleus Cassidy and Shriek, uh, Shriek, I can't remember her real name, uh, but they knew each other from a kind of a mental hospital for a well, while. Ravencroft, right? Well, it's, let me take it back. It, the, the first place they met it was like a uh, place for this unwanted children kind of thing, like you know, like a group home, like an orphanage, yeah, yeah, group home, orphanage kind of thing. And then what eventually happened is they. She ended up going to the Ravencroft S place, and he was, you know, he was put on uh, in San Quentin on death row. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. The one, mm. since I never saw him, is do they have the rights to the name Ravencroft? Is it like an Arkham Asylum thing? Yeah. yeah I don't know. It might, it might be owned by Marvel. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So anyway, uh, to uh, anyway, they kind of showcase the relationship he has with uh Shriek, and then like his last dying breath was to to talk to uh. He basically makes a, bit, a deal with Eddie Brock, who you know he fell off in the first movie because he used to be a big TV reporter. Oh, guy, yeah. And um, he said, uh, "I'll give you his story. I just need." I'll t- well, basically, they're trying to figure out because uh, Police Cast is a mass serial killer. They're trying to figure out where the bodies are. He said, "I'll kind of like on some like a uh, mine, like a miner shit, like yeah, money." Yes, yeah. he said. Like, so I need you to if you print this, it's basically like a poem. And I, I think really what he was trying to do was try to see if one where she was at and if she was still alive. But if you print this, I'll I'll tell you I'll give you the scoop and tell you where the bodies are. And then like at the same time, there's a um, there's a police officer who's trying to get Eddie Brock to talk, who convinced Eddie Brock to talk to to, to uh, accept the offer to talk to Cleese Cassidy, who uh, I think is uh, I want to say Donnie Wahlberg plays it. I was in the Woody Harris. No, 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 the place the cop. Oh, it probably is Donnie. Wahlberg. I think it's Donnie Wahlberg. And uh, shout out to our, the new kid fans out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, the the scope, the scope of the movie from there is that uh, while this is happening, Venom is getting tired of. Can you guys tell? Because if you don't know, if you if you haven't noticed, the first movie was rated R. This movie is rated PG thirteen, which now, which they kind of what? Which now that now knowing what we know now, it's probably a reason for that, right? Yeah. But they, I mean, they didn't drop it. I mean. Well, okay, well, well, I could, the smart thing they did, well, I'll say was the, uh, one, the smart thing they did with that is they played into that in the movie, because in the movie, he's kind of, you know, this whole time, which where the conflict between uh, Eddie, and, Eddie and the symbiote comes in is that he's trying to suppress the symbiote from, you know, the murderous urges and want to eat people's brains and want to go always go out and be a ruthless protector. He keeps on using that word. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Venom, ruthless protector. Yeah, yeah, I keep on using that. 
Oh, so he's like, you know, he's, you know, they have that, that they, their talks or whatever. He's like, you know, we should be out there doing this or doing that. And they're like, no, we can't do that. Like, the voices are way different. Yeah, yeah we, you know, I, you know, we can't be eating people's brains and stuff just over, you know, car threat or you know, robbing somebody. Yeah. We can't, you know, can't, can't go that train. So they're kind of falling off. From, you know, they're having conflict there. Anyway, fast forward. The uh, he uh, prints out the uh, the the saying for uh, Cleus Cassidy. Then he comes back to get the other interview. And they, you know, he's having this, you know, conflict with the symbiote. And then what ends up happening is he basically, they get into a, him and the symbiote get into a fight. And he ends up disbonding with the symbiote. So the symbiote runs out and starts just jumping, like like the original movie, bonding with people, jumping. Then okay. they get sick and die. Well, almost died. And he has to go to somebody else. So why this is... Like, like a parasite. Yeah. Right. It's more parasitic than symbiotic. Yeah. So before that happened, he had the, that second interview with Cleus Cassidy. And uh, he gets mad because Cleese is basically saying, like, you know, I know you're just like me. Your dad used to be, you know, you're deep down, you're just like me. I feel like we're family. You know, he's, like, playing mind games with him. Say, your dad, you, your dad died. or uh, Your dad uh, dis, dis, disowned you just like my dad disowned me. The only difference is I killed my dad. Well, my dad beat the shit out of me kind of thing. He's like, he's like oh, I'm nothing like you. No, no, there's something about you that's just like me. And then, like, they have, like, a big argument. And like he tries to like lunge after uh, Cleese Cassidy in his cell, and uh, Cleese Cassidy ends up biting him, and that's how he introduces the uh, the symbiote into his bloodstream, so which is like a different take. Than so it doesn't he doesn't just reproduce, one right? He doesn't do it. He doesn't do that in this. So he, I guess he had, he got a bit, science, of, folks. a bit of it got in his bloodstream, and then like kind of it's weird because he still the, the symbiote still called Venom the, the car is still called the Venom instead of Dad so I guess it's a different way of reproducing yeah, reproducing yeah. So, more vampiric than anything else yeah 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 so anyway that happens and then like the uh, they find, he used the Venom symbiote I guess when they when he uses his knowledge or I don't know if it happened when he got bit or whatever but he was able to kind of link up with Cleus Cassie's mind and then figured out it's like a, it's like the hive. It's like a hive. Send me send me out a hive. Yes, yes. He said, "I don't know how." He started drawing pictures of like where the bodies were. Then like, he gave it to the uh, police officer. Well, he wait, well he took credit for it, but he ended up you know they ended up finding all the bodies. And then like they uh, after they found the body, they re uh, re uh, constituted the death penalty so they could hurry up and kill Cleus Cassidy. Yeah. So then they, they, they you know ever saw the part where he was in getting the the, uh, the lethal injection, then the, the symbiote symbi- stopped it, yeah. and then like he tears it, he tears up the whole prison, and then now he's on the loose. Which by the way, they stole that from a rejected Halloween movie. But I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about that later. So uh, then uh, using the symbiote, symbiote he finds out that uh, you know the girlfriend's his lover forever is still alive, and then we find out that uh, the officer Donnie Wahlberg's character. Actually, uh, thought he killed Street because uh-huh. they show like a little backstory where she was like her power is basically she has a hypersonic scream or whatever, right? Which of course is their one weakness. And then we notice I didn't put you know we noticed later that the uh, the uh, the officer has a hearing aid. So what happened was he was trying to restrain her or move her or something, and she hit him with the stream, and like she, she was trying to kill him with it, and he shot her. He shot her in the well. He thought he shot her in the head. He really shot her in the eye. Shot her in the eye, blinded her. Yeah, he bought her in one eye, but she got a little mark there. And, but she ended up, he thought he killed her, but he, he, she ended up surviving. And then they moved her to the, uh, the the different place where she was at at the beginning of the movie. Okay. So, uh, Benham's going around tr- trying to basically 
saying that, you know, he's better off Brock, but he can't find the right person because they're right. not a match. Da, 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 da. He goes back to the, the shop owner, Miss Kim, from the first movie. The he, one he wants to eat in the trailer. Yeah. He, he ends up bonding with her. And then, uh, basically, uh, uh, Brock is afraid because uh, he needs a symbiote because he knows, you know, he basically gave uh, Carnage his powers. Right. And also, he thinks that the symbiote's going to come after. Uh, um, uh, but basically, he. Uh, the chick from the first. He blamed. Like, uh, Cleese Cassidy blames uh, Brock for, you know, him almost dying. Kind right. Of so he goes after his family and stuff like that. So they end up rebonding, and then uh, kind of fast forward, they had the big fight at the end, and there's a lot of funny repartee between the two symbiotes. Well, between Venom and and, oh. and, and Karn's rest in you and anyway let's get to the gold the good the good yeah uh, I'm assuming Venom eats Carnage yeah that's a he eats that's a so he, he has it's funny because he's like they had like this kind of like you know Carnage like you know it's not my fault you know my dad they made me like this you understand your dad is the same thing Yada 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 yada. Rapture, you know. I don't care. I, I'd rather da da da. <laughs> so, and like you know, in, in the, these movies, Eddie Brock's kind of a softy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's like kind of a bleeding heart lip. He's like, yeah. It's like you know, they say like you know, I know it's your your past is is, is tragic, but you know, y'all can't let you live. Da da da. So you have to go. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so then like he's, you know, he's talking to him when I was you know, simming on him. Yeah. In full symbiote, but he's like, you see him go back to uh, Venom and it bites his head off. <laughs> Venom's like, man, fuck this guy. Just <laughs> <laughs> bites his head off. Uh, and I think, like I said, the, the, you don't get the kind of gore like you got with the first one because when you actually see the head getting bite off a lot, no more. blood or whatever. Yeah. But the language hasn't changed. Like he still cuss like a sailor and all things, saying fuck shit and all that kind of. So I mean, definitely PG thirteen is come. Comes directly for the language. Oh, okay. So it's by the told the line. So. I mean, I mean, Carnage kill count in this movie is very high, but you know they do it in a way that's not super, you know, gory or right. Not like, not like, like we saying in Matt's from Carnage, he like, like he was knocking out pulling people, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pulling people apart. He's yeah. definitely chopping and slicing, dicing people, and just killing people for no reason. Thrill killing. Yeah. I got, a, I got a lot of uh, uh um. Yeah, because because Woody Harrelson and not even oh, yeah, I got a lot of that. Mickey, with Mickey yeah. finished the part where he, he he steals a car and he's driving around and it kind of looks like the car from uh, Natural Born Killers. Yeah, except without he didn't have the girl. Yeah, you get you get that vibe. He got this funky outfit on it. Yeah. So anyway, let's get to the good part. Everybody, saw man, like spoilers, spoilers all through here. So this is part where you want to hit pause if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. The person hit pause when I start talking about the movie, but whatever. <laughs> but we already said sports. Yeah, so you've been warned. So, uh, and Big Rob's, even though he didn't watch the uh, either movie, he always watches the key finds those in credit scenes. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, you, gotta, you, you have to because you, you'll miss something if you don't. Right. Even if you don't watch the movie, it easily brings you know something from either move that story or everybody's hoping that this story somehow we're going to get, you know, Tom Holland and the. Tom Holland, Spider Man, and the Miniman with the same movie. The same movie. So, what happens in this one is you just at the end of the movie, Venom and Venom, 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 Venom,
You some abandoned, maybe Mexico, maybe like somewhere some, else. Like, like Cabo, some shit like that. One of them cheap hotels. Cheap ass hotel, and they're just watching like Telemundo. Low ass fucking ceiling fan yeah. shit, yeah. And they're watching, and then all you see is like, he uh, he's having a conversation with the symbiote. I got I got knowledge from like eight thousand light right, so eight thousand light years and all this so shit. So if if I get he's like if you do everything I knew it would blow your your puny mind you couldn't even fantasize. He's like give, he's like, try I'll give you one percent of it. Then like he does his little thing I guess with the hive mind and he said hive mind from different worlds and galaxies and realities. And anyway, he does basically blows he blows Brock's mind literally. Yeah. And then like, but after just, that you start seeing some familiar kind of. Um, golden looking. <laughs> I, I would say familiar looking kind of uh, effect, uh, effects happening. Like the, the basically the, the 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 room around them start acting kind of staticking yeah. in a weird way, almost out of uh, Spider Verse, right? And then like next thing you know, it kind of statics, and then like something's changed, and the next thing you know, he's in a different room. And, uh, he's much in a much nicer hotel, nice, right? nice, ho- ni- a much nicer hotel, uh, like different place, yeah. And then, Instead yeah. of the TV being back on the telenovela. But before we get to that, Eddie's like, what the hell did you do? It wasn't me. Yeah, he said it wasn't him. It wasn't him blowing his mind. Something else happened. Yeah. So, to cut to that, from watching Sabado Gigante, we get to see one J. Jonah Jameson on DailyBugle.net report. reporting on the secret identity of one wall-crawling menace that named Peter Parker. That we got from far away. Yeah. Far from home. Yeah. Which is... And given the shot that they use, it looks like from the part from the No Way Home trailer, right where he gets his mask. Yeah, basically what he announces to the whole world. Everybody yeah. just tunes into that. Yeah. And then the creepy thing would send me like, like, that guy. <laughs> and like, looks at the TV. Yeah, like he feels some kind of connection to him. Yeah. So, now, if you didn't know what that means, in the, in the broad stretch of things, Venom is now in, in, the, MCU, in, in the, MCU. the MCU universe. Which proves, which means that picture of Tom Hardy with the Spider-Man No Way Home hat is actually real. Yep. I thought so, it was Photoshop at first. Like, that's bullshit. It's like, oh, well, I owe somebody an apology. <laughs> so, like, well, like we were saying, with all this stuff happening with realities, we go all the way back to Loki. Right. The moment. When it shatters. The moment when the sacred timeline shatters. So, basically, all this Sil- stuff is happening. When Sylvie kills, when Sylvie kills uh, the, the one, the name, what's his name? S- Sylvie. Not Sylvie, but the man at the end of time. Uh, uh, the one beyond, the one, the one, be, the the one, one above all, the one, yeah, the one remain. Yeah, he who remains. He who remains. He who remains. That makes you think of a band. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Oh, it's happening." Yeah. So, and then the cold part is like we're being Rob saying, man, all this stuff is happening. We we're getting it everywhere. Yeah. So we're we're, we're even getting in what if we're getting mm-hmm. it in Wanda. the cinematic universe. We're getting want to all this stuff is all happening. Saying everything is connected. <laughs> With all the dots are hitting on the same thing. Everything is connected. We're getting a piece of everything. everything. So this makes me excited for one, what's going to happen Wednesday. Yes. Are we going to get another little taste of you know, what's to come? And then, of course, with the new Spider-Man movie coming out. In December. In, in, yeah, in a couple months. Two months. Right? Almost. Well, tomorrow will be two months. Yeah. Actually, I think about it. Thursday will be a month until the Eternals. Yep. So and we still got the Eternals. I, I mean, are they going to get hit with Tosh Sleep? Because yeah. Even though that movie was actually shot a long time ago. Long time, yeah. So, we're going to see how they're going to match that up. So, I mean, it's like, it's, it's getting really, really, like, it's, uh, with the first phase of, like, the first couple of phases of the MCU, it was a lot more, 
There were it wasn't was, it was it was it was uh, you know it wasn't nuanced at all. With this new new phase, everything's a little bit more nuanced. Because at this point, you we, we know all the characters, now. right? You got to ask questions and kind of like piece it together and like, is it is does it mean that and does it doesn't mean that or doesn't it? So it's a lot less, you know. It makes you. I think it's you know of course it's on purpose. They want you to maybe it is, maybe it's not. But at this point, it looks like everything's pointing back to Loki. Right, and what happened in that series? What happened to Loki, and whatever, and what happened in the next Doctor Strange? Right, so at this that point, literally is a multiverse of madness. You keep saying at this point, you have to be a Marvel scholar. You get like it, it's getting that deep. Yeah, you got to cross reference this and cross reference right. so this movie. Luckily, or what there's, somebody, luckily there's somebody on YouTube right now that's making a supercut of all of this. Yeah, that you know, streamline it for you. It's not us, but we appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot to look forward to. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm really looking forward into the next Spider-Man movie, and like I said, Wednesday we'll see what's going on with the the uh, conclusion of What If. Are we gonna probably? I wonder if we're gonna leave us with another cliffhanger. I don't know. And then I think whatever happens with uh, the, the next Spider-Man movie, which is like Nowhere to Go, what's it no way home, no way home. Um, Ooh, I, I don't even think this stuff of Venom is, not, is gonna happen in that in movie. in the movie. No. We're gonna get a whole bias. I think we're gonna get a whole by themselves movie. It's not even gonna be a Venom movie. It's not gonna be a Spider Man. It's just gonna be Spider Man and Venom. Spider Man and Venom. Lethal Protector. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Be, I think the next because they probably won't be able to do it until Tom Holland's MCU contract is up and they have to do a third Venom movie. Mm-hmm. But now that you mention it, since since we know No Way Home has villains from all the universes, the moment where Eddie Brock and and the symbiote get transferred into the MCU. How do we not know that that's what's happening to Doc Ock? That's what's happening to Green Goblin? What's happening to Electro? Yeah, they're going to be changed. Yeah, because from what I read is like the moment that we see Doc Ock in the trailer, that's the moment right before he dies in Spider-Man 2. Mm. So he's transported from that to that. So look, everything gets changed. Yeah, it's like, oh shit. Okay, now my brain is winning because it's like, that, remember that big fucking sun thing he made he turned to a bomb? Yeah. The color of that is the color of the fucking thing to change for his time. Yeah. yeah, so it was like it could, like the shit could just link. Yeah, we still got the Morbius movie. Yeah, see, we won't even talk about that. We got the Morbius. You movie. don't know what they're gonna do with that. And, and the Vulture is in that. Yep. Because when he went to jail, it was, it was clearly Michael Keaton. Yeah. So like, oh shit. So how did Michael Keaton get there? Exactly. Reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he ain't in the same jail he was in yeah. Homecoming. That's supposed to be. That's supposed to be Sony too. Yeah. So see, it's getting deeper and deeper. And you know, they connected the Spider Verse, which means there's only one. Pacific Universe left, and that probably will revolve heavily around Wanda Maximoff. It keeps getting deeper and deeper. So don't worry, don't worry, fam. One day you'll see something come out the dark. It'll just be three adamantium claws coming out of nowhere, and then everything will be right in the world again because we'll have X Men in the MCU. Man, this is it's getting deep. It's getting deep. Yeah, it's getting deep. Um, okay, so uh, this is what your appetite again for the next. Couple installments of Marvel ness. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, last little nerd segment. We got to talk about the. Uh, let's just talk about the the. Uh, we can't talk about the last episode. Let's talk about the episode before that of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. Um. Now this particular episode was the uh, Chris Candy. The Chris Candy episode. Now we didn't talk about this one last week, did we? No, no. no. It's, a, it's kind of new kind of. What we did play Rock and Hell was the last. Yeah. So, uh, this is basically the story of Chris Canyon, the innovator of offense. Yes. Who's better than Canyon? Who's better than Canyon? And basically, 
It's basically, didn't we, talk, we did talk about it because we did talk about it. Talked about it a little bit. We didn't even go into details. Did you, yeah. Did you get a chance to watch it? Then? Yeah. I think I was talking about it, you didn't get a chance to watch it. I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, there you go. Yeah, because I hadn't watched it yet. Because I watched it when I got back home. Yeah. So, so not to be redundant. Let's, uh, what did you feel about the episode? Do you think they did Chris Candy any favors with the how they talked about it? Or well, I mean, I knew like you know later in life I knew that he would actually was gay. And it's just like going back and seeing some shit and the way he was treated. And like, I didn't know about the whole John Cena, Ric Flair, Howard Stern shit. Like, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't know about it either. I do remember like Canyon, like, at a house show after he had worked there. And he was like, had a sign like, hey, Sean, are you going to tell God, are you going to ask God to forgive me for being gay again or whatever? Because like DX walked to the ring or whatever, some shit like that. Yeah. I was just thought, like, man, sound like Canyon's kind of bitter. And then, but knowing what I know now, like, oh, I really wasn't bitter. Like, this was a dude who was like kind of became a pariah for being who he was. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. It's good we talk about. It. I, I kind of differ from that. Yeah, I don't, which is fine. Yeah. I don't feel like he was treated any different after he found out because he was gay. Because he came out as gay after he already was out. The That's what I was thinking too. But my whole thing was because he kept it hidden. Yeah. And my whole thing was like, so well, we couldn't use it against you. Only one person knew you were gay. Yeah. And he wasn't even in the company. So. And it's like, and knowing what we know about Pat Patterson, I don't see why that'd be that big of a deal. Right. I think he was at least the way he was, the way he he was characterized in the in the in the episode. He and of course, was, he he, he was so he was just so uh, worried about his secret getting out that he just felt that everybody knew and they didn't know. Right. Which is which is which is what a lot of a lot of people that used to be closeted when we say that I always just felt everybody knew. Like it. am I showing too much? Yeah, right? well, uh, am I walking gay or I hold my hand a certain way? Like, yeah. And then like with all the stories from the sense of mystery how he was trying to yeah. over, 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 over compensate. It was just yeah, because, like, you know, he did talk about, you know, the whole Undertaker thing when he came out to the same boat. Bo- I, I don't know why they picked Boy Joe's to do that, but I don't yeah. nobody knew he was. In retrospect, now, in retrospect, like, oh, yeah, that is kind of. That was kind of weird timing, but yeah. Yeah, but the time, like, I don't think if if he if he was known, he was known by very few people. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I wouldn't think about anybody knows who was a writer. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody would have known from him, if anybody would have noticed that he was in the closet, it'd probably be like, probably Pat Patterson. Yeah. And probably be like the Brooklyn Brawl. Yeah, I mean, it would be really on the nose if he was. Then, yeah. Then he, I, I would think you then don't he, think about Brooklyn he, Ball and Pat Patterson. Right, he would have, uh, you know, something to say for that. Yeah. Brooklyn Ball and Pat Patterson had a thing? Apparently, but Steve Lombardi was Pat Patterson was Pat Patterson's main squeeze. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's new to me. Yeah, that's so bad. Really? Was it like, uh, like a download thing? I don't know, man. Well, everybody knew Pat was gay anyway. Well, I, I don't know, but the, the, Booker Brawler. Oh, I didn't know if he... I, didn't, I never knew that. I, I found it as an adult, so... That makes sense how he stayed in the company, though. Stayed in the company so long, yeah. yeah. Mm. And whenever Pat, whenever Pat was gone, he was gone. Mm. And whenever Pat came back, he came back. Because mm. we know about... What was the... What was the... You know, Lyle was in stocks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of them was, like, Pat's new little boyfriend. I remember that, that claim. Labor Day? Well, what the one way Renee wasn't it? It was Renee Dupree, yeah, Renee, yeah, because yeah, he he got he got pushed real early, and then like you know, I guess when that went away, and... yeah, because I remember there was stories of him, Pat Patterson using his position to get at the younger talent. Yeah, I remember it was that the whole story. Ring Boy scandal. Yeah, I remember that. I wonder if I would do an episode on that. Ooh. Well, anyway, back to back to Ken. 
So yeah, I didn't get to. I just felt like you know, like well, the the way he acted is always like that paranoia. I don't think the WWE enacted. I just think they didn't really have anything for him to do. Right, which is always difficult. Yeah, I mean it's the WWE, but you know they they're not the best with managing talent anyway. But mm-hmm. I don't think it was. I don't think his whole tirade that the WWE did this that thing was 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 valid. Or at he, least not as valid as he thought it was in his head. You're right. I mean, even after the the fact. Because I mean, like you said, he thought they stole his gimmick by having Orlando George come out. Yeah, pretty much. With the, the TNA thing, yeah. Yeah, he was still thinking it was wrestling, you know, but, you know, it's, it's real life. And Orlando George thing was way over the top. So yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. That was like some, they are trying to use a Prince. There was like Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream early. Dialed yeah. up to like a thousand. Just creepy and weird. But, uh, yeah, it's just. I didn't get the. I mean, I didn't feel like the the. the I'm not the biggest defender of WWE, but I didn't feel like they they did that. No, they're not, they're not. consciously just because yeah. he was gay because they didn't know. And then like the whole thing with the interviews, I think they were being honest. Like you know, he's, I mean, Chris Cannon, hey, you know, he was he was always a good. He was a great worker. Sure, but he was never the guy. No, no. no. And I guess you know, John Cena was the guy, Ric Flair, the guy. It's just like, hey man, you you know you, you played your your part. But you, my only issue that. with the whole thing was like the people trying to quote unquote cancel John Cena. Yeah, no, 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 like, no. okay. First of all, that's ridiculous. No, and no. Secondly, it was my only issue with what Cena said is you got a lot of dirt from saying somebody can't wrestle. Right. <laughs> that only issue was just like you, you saying somebody can't wrestle. You of all people. Yeah, you you're your talent in the ring for the five moves to do. Five moves to do. Yeah, yeah. It's like don't get me wrong. You're one of the biggest stars ever, but like you. You were you not you ain't Damon Lincoln like it yeah. by any means. So yeah. that's not my only issue with it. Just like well, that's pot calling kettle black. It's another, like another tragic story. But. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But it was good. I mean, it, it, it was an eye opening episode. Yeah, because like I said, I didn't know he, I didn't know Kane was gay till after till after he's out the company. Yeah, I found out about later. Then I think a little bit later I found out he died. Yeah, before he, yeah, it was really close around the time I found out he died. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But uh, the next episode, which I haven't watched yet, is basically the story the of Frontier Martial Arts. Frontier Martial Arts, uh, I guess you get to call it Federation. Um, basically, the it's not the birthplace of this kind of is it like maybe in Japan. Well, 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 you know, they weren't the first one to do exploded rings. No, no, they, they they learned that from other federations. But they got famous for being Japanese newer version of you know Japanese uh, death matches. De- yeah, death matches, barbed wire matches, or, you know, going to the without being ECW going to a, the, the bloodletting extreme side of. I don't call it wrestling, but it's it's technically called wrestling. Yeah, and if you, y'all don't really, y'all can't see Blacksmith right now, but he took off his t shirt. He tied his dress back, and now he got on like horn room glasses and a polyester suit. <laughs> right. right. These motherfuckers don't know how to wrestle. With the, co- with the cover on. Yeah. But no, it's, uh, I mean, it's still, it seems like something fun to watch, but. It, like, it's like what Combat Zone is now. Like, I don't yeah. really like Combat Zone. Like, I know a lot of talented guys that come out of there, but I'm like, I don't like that style of wrestling. You can call me whatever you want. It's just like, right. it's like. I'm a horror movie fan, but I don't want my horror movies and my wrestling mixed. Yeah, I, don't know like, I like horror movies, but I don't. I don't like Saw. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who who's probably the most? I guess I guess it had to be uh, Dean Ambrose oh, John or, or John Moxley has to be like the most from Combat Zone. Yeah, the most um, the one who the one who achieved the most coming from Combat Zone. Adam Cole. 
Yeah, now that Adam, I know Adam Cole. He wrestled in combat zone, right? That's because you know because he, but because it's based on feeling he's Pennsylvania, right? But he didn't. I mean, he's he's a ring of honor guy. He didn't do a lot of bloodletting matches. Nah. Did this is more, you know. But John Moxley did a lot of like crazy yeah. stuff. Nick, the Nick Gage shit. Yeah, he he did the a lot of that. The, Backyard. The shit with the, the saw. The, the light tubes. The mouse yeah, trap. He shit. did that. And he, to, to come from that, he's to be a, like a Mick Foley-esque kind of thing. Multiple-time right? world champion, yeah. He didn't, I guess he, I mean. Who can actually wrestle. I mean, he came back to it a little bit. He's come back to it a little bit AEW. But he really, you know, once he got to WWE, he wasn't doing Oh, it. Dean Ambrose couldn't do that. Yeah. No. I guess he was kind of, he was kind of known, kind of throw his body on the line kind of person. Yeah. Character in the, in the S.H.I.E.L.D. group. Yeah. yeah. Even though the S.H.I.E.L.D. is somebody who, during you, somebody who refused to believe he was the leader of the S.H.I.E.L.D., but. By himself, he was more of the, like you said, he was more of the, the risk taker. The Devil group. may care kind yeah, of person. Yeah, that was his yeah. whole gimmick and shit, yeah. Yeah. The but wild one. The, yeah, the wild card. The wild, yeah, there you go, there you go. So, I, I guess uh, Roman had to be the muscle. And Seth had to be the brains or the tech. The, the, Seth was the, te- was the technician. The mind, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. Ambrose was the mouthpiece. And Ambrose had to be like the crazy wild card. Yeah, because... The, the, the insane guy. Yeah, because when the Shield first started, he did all the talking. Yeah, he wrestled all the solo matches because Roman and Seth was the tag team. Yep, and that was just to protect Roman because Seth do all the work and I'm take the hot. Roman tag. ready for ready for talking to Mike. Yeah, so like Seth talks sometimes. Roman just say one word, and Dean Ambrose was all the talking. And it's like what was that word? Believe in the Shield. Believe in the Shield or some shit like yeah. that. And Ambrose would do all the, they had like the camera and shit. I like the, yeah, I like the look, how they did the camera view and like. Maybe like in the basement or whatever. Yeah, it reminded me of the, kind of like when they started doing the black and white for NWA. Yeah, the, the following that, announcements of page. And their own font and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, take it, he do okay. all the, he do all the talking. Rob was to talk a little bit. And all then, right, Roman looked intimidated. In the corner, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. he moved the camera away and like, that's what worked for them. Yeah, it worked. So, uh, I guess for the, uh, Season two finale, we'll have to go watch that last episode yeah, of. Uh, uh, at, 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 at that point, it would be another episode. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll watch that one and then uh, whatever episode after, after two. I think the Luna Bashan one's coming up next. Oh yeah. I had to see, but I, I think it's one of those is coming up next. I'm actually a little worried about that. How they gonna portray her? Yeah, schizophrenic person, I guess. And but then Gangrel's still alive, so hopefully you know he's able. He'll to be able to hopefully, yeah. hopefully he come up and talk. Yeah, yeah. Keep us, you know. Have something to say, I guess. You know, he know her probably more well than besides like her dad and like, yeah, mad dog. Yeah, but you know they got China. They get they asked the China episode. They did because you know WWE never paid attention to that show till that episode because mm. it's like, well, we can't let them talk about what really happened with her. What really happened? Well, you know the the real reason the relationship she, stuff. Yeah, the, the real reason she got fired. And because because uh, the ex and that, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, you know, that's fucked up. It's not as seedy as that. I know, but it's probably some other shit too. Yeah, I would, I would think because you know that was the that was the beginning of the end for her. So yeah, but I don't think it's for me. It wouldn't be it shouldn't be enough for them like cease and desist. Yeah, it might, it might have been like her. Might have been her estate and some shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the like, porn stuff is worse than any of that. Yeah, because I mean, like, what can't talk to that spot? Mm, yeah. And you know, Triple H ain't gonna bring, he ain't gonna be on this yeah, show. He not gonna Stephanie McMahon ain't gonna be on this show. You had to be somebody just to that just to talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, y'all. Uh man, we uh we appreciate y'all. We're gonna go ahead and move on to the uh, benediction, yeah. our last calls we like to call it, man. Um 
Have you always wanted to do? We always want to thank you guys for tuning in like you do, asking us about the episode, asking what the next one is going to be. I think we got into a good feel when we're just doing it every two, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it gives us a lot of time for that episode to marinate and kind of move it around instead of. You get to promote it too. Yeah, yeah. So, man, make sure uh, all, all our friends in the group, make sure y'all take a little time out to listen to the episodes, all the episodes. Um, share it too, man. That's how we get, you know. Share it with other people who don't know about the show. I mean, everybody on the group knows about the show, but we want you know we want to expand and do all you know do bigger, better things. So make sure you share it. That's all we ask for. You know, share, like it, talk about it. You know, that's what we're here for, and this is why we do it. This is a labor of love. We do this for the fun of just sitting in this room and talking and talking about things we like to talk about yeah. and putting it out there. Uh, Big Robins, anything you want to add before we? Uh, Go ahead and sign up. Yeah, like I said every week, thank you again for listening. You know, sharing, doing whatever. Hit us up on Linktree. Please hit us up on Patreon. Right. Like I said the other day, if you were artists out there, you, if you don't mind us playing our music on the show, yeah. send us what you send us what you think. Would you like more people to hear? We gladly put it out there for you. Sure. And then, like, you know, you can add your uh, your social media stuff. We'll yeah, add we'll, you. We'll, Make sure people can follow you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we platform each other. Right, we'll you know piggyback whatever we got. We do. both know musicians. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of talent out there that not they don't get the looks they should. So, I mean, we, I'll be more than happy to help out in that regard. So, right, right. And uh, you know, please don't feel bad if you know if you do send some um, some music in and we don't put it on the show. You know, we are um, we have our own opinions too. Like, yeah. If we don't like your music, it's not you know nothing, nothing against you personally. It's not a punch to the gut to you. It's like this might not be a fit for the show or. And this could be, this we don't be, want to do an album, a song review in the, on your, you know, because if you send something to us and it's trash, we, can, we have to be honest and say it's trash. Right. Or just like it don't fit the fit. You know, <laughs> or, if it, or if it's some shit that's, that we do together or something. Or if it's some shit that's good and you don't make one episode, that ain't going to stop us making another. Right. Yeah. We got you know, to fit things in when we can. Um, We got a real exciting, you know, it won't be a show next week, but we got a real exciting week coming on with the web stuff. We're going to get to see... Uh, well, we're going to get to experience a wedding and a couple of fun things we might like add for a little extra bonus comp. We're going to see Big Rob in a suit. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be some photos of that. Uh, we're going to have Big Rob go to the barber. We might need to, we might need to do that for bonus comp and then just record. Because, uh, you know, Big Rob is, you know, he's basically kind of a curmudgeon kind of person. You know, he doesn't really take too much of our as far as like, you know, Outward appearances, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. Not really, uh, but I'm clean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you take a bath. He's yeah. not dirty. He ain't dirty, motherfucker. But you know, he's not too emphasis on being uh, uh, mainstream. I guess you could say. Yeah, I'm not a metrosexual. I guess that'd be the thing. But. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, we, uh, like anyway, it's gonna be fun because we're gonna have um, we gotta get ready for the wedding. So we got haircuts and then Robert in the suit. We're gonna see Robert we'll just get his haircut the first time in uh, how long? It's been a while. Been a while. Like, we talking years. But everybody who knows Big Rob from the social media is going to be able to see what Big Rob looks like with a haircut. So it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Big Rob's not going to chop it all off. No. But, but you know, it's going to be, we're going to see clean cut, uh, a dapper Don, <laughs> Big Rob next week. Uh, but besides that, man, uh, thank y'all for tuning in for another show, man. My, my fiance just walked in. Uh, we're about to hang out a little bit for that. But, uh, yeah, man, thank y'all so much. Uh, I guess we ain't nothing else to say but this. Hey, man, either you're going to be good or you're going to be, be good, good at, at it. it. And we out of here. This is this podcast. Pleasure Palace on the moon. We out. Have a good weekend. We out. Bye. Come on, Boogie. Let's burn this motherfucker down.